And now here to perform the American National Anthem, please welcome our Galaxy Social Night Contest winner, the tiny but mighty seven-year-old singer from Los Angeles, Malaya Emma Chandragwijaya. Can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we held at the twilight's last gleaming whose bright stripes and bright stars through the perilous Or should I be like, Malia? Ma- oh my goodness! That was that was insane. I can't like, I, and that was at the game too. And I I couldn't imagine like I thought I saw this girl come up on the jumbotron. I'm like, oh, it's this cute little Asian girl who's just gonna sing the national yeah, anthem. Yeah, because there was like I knew I knew it was like this whole oh you know they had this whole competition for like oh we're gonna have social media night so let's find a winner on social media for to you know sing the national anthem. Like, okay, cool. I didn't watch the video. I was like, oh, she probably was like cute and just like singing really like cute. Blah blah blah. My goodness. Fuck in hell. I, so I'm, I'm watching it from home, and I'm tweeting. I'm like, she put every single past national singer to shame. In any sport, in any game Amazing. in history. It, it's easily the top one I've ever heard in any sporting event before. And she's blowing up. Like, super going Oh, big time, dude. Oh, yeah. She, she, yeah, she'll be singing at Dodger Stadium at the Coliseum for the Rams. I'm sure she'll be on Ellen like in the next couple days oh, probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. I do. I... Oh my goodness. That was in, that was insane. Like her Christina Aguilera like, oh, like that, that oh my god. She put god. steak on it dude. Oh, she put the god. steak and I was like oh girl go on go girl. Oh my go on girl. God. And I'm just like first of all I want to give like major props to Michael Rajo for yeah, pronouncing for... <laughs> her last name correctly because yeah. I'm, and there's no way in hell that was ever gonna. That uh, was that was almost as impressive as the actual as national the singing, anthem. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm pretty sure he had it like phonetically spelled out and and more it took, power to him. It took like three pages to phonetically <laughs> spell it out. <laughs> but my goodness, man, she she killed it. Apparently, she's been singing since she was like one year old. I mean, she's seven right now, and she does like singing. She does violin, piano, dance. She does a bunch of shit. What were you guys doing at seven? I was like barely not shitting myself. <laughs> I was still barely. sucking my thumb at seven. Barely, I, think. I said so. Barely. Yeah, I was in like second grade or whatever. Yeah, I don't even know. 
It's so long I can't remember. No, I think like was, you were, you were still, you still were, could not control. Like you couldn't, you still couldn't like color outside of lines. And this girl is yeah, just I still can't it. color inside the lines completely. Come on, man. <laughs> and just, I mean, she's she killed it, killed it. It's yeah. insane. I think the stank on it too was just like, yeah. I'm like, oh. Uh, well, that's the thing killed. is like she she sounded like almost like Christina Aguilera does that shit a lot, and yeah. apparently that's like one of her idols. And I don't know if she's gonna get on like Ellen and be able to do that. And I think that's like set up for like an Ellen show, and then she gets to sing a duet with Christina Aguilera on the show. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's like, like that. totally set up for that. Oh, that that seriously that's, that's magical, magical. That's like Whitney Houston level national anthem for me right there. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh. The thing is, I didn't see it on the broadcast because I was at the game, but apparently, like, Zlatan and, and, uh, and Kamar were just, like, oh, well, they it. were, like, freaking oh, yeah. out. They are like, fuck. You like, can see, so that they'll pan over the, the team, like, when they're doing the national anthem, and you have, like, Legit's, like, the only one singing because he's, like, the only American on the team right now. Um, and Kamara just has this big grin on his face. He's like, damn, dude. Yeah. And then you can see the video of Zlatan's, like, gives her, like, this big ovation at the end of it. He fucking loved it, man. And he even tweeted out, like, she was the, the MVP of the game. So, so I mean, does, does she come back this year? She needs to come back every game. Yeah, seriously. We need her. We need her. She's our good luck charm. <laughs> Look what it like, did for it, us. Like, so in it, hockey, don't they have, like, the, like in their playoffs, they'll have, like, the one person seeing because that's, yeah. like, the good luck charm. Yeah. Like, do it. You know? And we have, like... To just bump everyone you got right now. Look, they don't matter. Yeah, they don't understand. They that. don't yeah. matter. They don't understand. Have them go. You sing probably it. don't want to go on after that. You know, yeah, you no, don't no, want to like, sing how after. How are you supposed her, to follow up after that? Yeah. Send them G two. Send them the, the <laughs> Galaxy two games. There's like one left. Just have four. Yeah. I'll have the rest of the four. Just go down and do like a, a you know, just all sing together. Yeah, because it's gonna be like some minor recording artist, you know, that you like I would have to Google to find out they actually have a CD out or something like that. Yeah, she put so this little girl, seven year old, put Justin Guari needs to shame. So if you remember this dude from like the first season yeah, of American Idol, yeah. he's saying at what like two thousand eight, two thousand seven. Uh, he sings like once every two years. But he's, it seems he like. he actually did a, a national anthem for us like back yeah like, no he, back in years. no he 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 sings a national anthem like once every two years. He'll still come back. Oh uh, really? I yeah. don't remember. After the first time, I thought I remember him. But so, the, even was it uh didn't Alfonso Ribeiro like did it like two years ago or whatever Ribeiro whatever Carlton from from. <laughs> He did yeah, like he, a he year did ago, one two a couple years, years ago. ago. Yeah, well, I think it was like three or four years ago, but yeah, he did one. Bro, put him to shame. Oh, right, big put time. Put him to shame. Big time. Ah, uh, and this just just like started off the day, right? It just started off the whole day, right? Yep. Anyways, by the way, my name is Ed Rodriguez. <laughs> Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. And this lovely, sultry voice is not Chris Miracle Tucker. Yeah, my voice is a lot higher than his. But former guest, friend of the show, the only client that I like. Mr. David Klein, how are you doing, sir? Dude, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for thanks to you and Ben for having me on. You know, it's always good to be back down in SoCal. Squadcast um, World Cup winning. Oh yeah, David Klein. Yeah, just write that write that shit on my chest. Th- that's you know that's gonna be under like, my stuff. That's gonna, you got to make a business card. Just have that. Oh, yeah. You know, they're like, who the hell? What the hell's a Squadcast? No, dude, that's that's something in my trophy cabinet that uh, only a few select people in our in our Squadcast group have. So I'll, I'll take that piece of silverware all the way home. How are you doing, sir? Dude, I'm I'm good. I'm good. And like I said, it's always good to be back down in SoCal for a little bit, even if it's for if it's for a short time. Got to see a great game on Sunday. Super stoked about that. But other than that, dude, just I mean, living life, I'm talking to you about like wedding planning and what that's like is now my time's coming soon. You know, as, we got a year from now. As the kids say, living your best life. Living my best life. There you go. Living my best life. And then we're also joined by even you know what? I'm in such a good mood. I'm not gonna be mean to Ben right now. 
Ben, producer Ben, how are you doing, sir? See, that's what a three nothing win gets me. That's huh? what a three nothing win gets. It gets happy, Ed. It doesn't get. It doesn't. You don't get shitting on Ben, Ed. Exactly. Until later. That's what that you know. Only for the yeah. first fifteen minutes. And no, I, I'm doing great, man. I, you know, I had a good feeling, you know, about the game over the weekend, and the fact that they played that well just it blows me away. Yeah. Um. Ah, oh, man, just scares, scares me. Almost blows me away. You know, so it's, how good could this team have been <laughs> this year? In how and just. I mean, I guess I'll, we'll get into it a little bit later, but you know, um, you know, it started, started, you know, starts off, you know, and it makes it feel better. It makes it makes that Sunday like better. It didn't make your Monday even worse. It's been depressing uh, weekends the past. Oh the yeah, past oh months. yeah, yeah. Especially if like you have that fandom where like the games kind of boost or lower your mood. Oh, yeah. Which I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are listening to this. You're hardcore and listen to you know podcasts about a soccer team that most people don't give a shit about. But you know, whatever. And then so like you know you leave the stadium and like either in a really good mood or like goddamn this team ruined my fucking weekend again again but you know what you got to take them you got to take them when we get when we can get them that's the thing they've been hard to come by they've been hard to come by they've been hard to come. Ben how you been man what you been up Dude, to I'm good man had a good week you know the galaxy won you know I didn't have to work all weekend so I just kind of chilled it was nice. You didn't yeah. have to worry about the kids or what? No, well, I, you know, I had the kids all weekend. It was fun. My my daughter scored this weekend in her game, and then <laughs> she, she's seven years old, and she took one of those, you know, the big kid just, like, ball straight to the face, and it was like... Then she threw up later that night, so I'm like, oh, great. You oh, know, no. My seven-year-old's got a concussion, oh, you know? No. So no, it turns out that the flu is going around her classroom, so we're okay. Oh, nice. Awesome. And I'm sure yeah, she hung. I'm sure she point. hung out in the room here. So now all of us are gonna get sick. No, nah, no. Nah, you know the, the studio's clean. I'm De- hoping you. Decline like, was coming in, so I'm like, I to, yeah. I'm hoping. I'm sterilized. Hoping. I had to clean up the studio a little. I'm bit. I'm like, I just got over the flu. Yeah. Like, I just got. I'm not coughing anymore. So are you kidding? After you were here last week, I hazmat suited this place, <laughs> man. The last two weeks, the way you were freaking sick. God. Really, Mister? I have two dollars. Like, they're just germ Dude, machines. Come on, man. Yeah, but they don't have that those dirty adult germs, you know. Like the kids either. was are worse. No, yeah, man, come on, worse. kids germs are kids germs are fine. You know, you'll be fine. They like spread diseases with each other on Dude. the playground. Yeah, but they're kids. They they got no immune system. When you get sick, you know. But it's like when you know they bring them their their unknown diseases and germs to me. You know the, that's the other host. That's fine. That's, that's okay. Uh, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're you're like a petri dish in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, cesspool. For real. Every time I've come in here, I'm like get the sniffles. I'm yes. like oh no. It's because you don't drink the whiskey, the Tucker drinks, you know. I, yeah, that's what kills the germs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a good Mexican and Irish uh, technique. Is like, oh, you're sick. Just take a shot of this. You'll be fine. Exactly. Drink it off. Yeah, exactly. Yes, that's what you're supposed to do. It's funny you say that because my my little sister, her very first game, um, I mean, this was 13 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever. Um, she got one of those like, the just the kicks kid kicks the ball right in her face. Bloody nose. Oh. And I'm like, and it's one of those things where you're like, oh, this is it. She'll never want to play ever again. One of those classic, like, the kid got hit in the face really hard with the ball, and they're like, I hate soccer. I never play again. Fuck this amount. Bloody, super, bloody nose. I mean, fucking trooper, though. Like, I kept on, like, she's like, no, I want to go back out there. I was like, oh. After my heart. All the power. I know. I was like, I I was that dad, like, okay, you need to stop crying now. (laughs) He's like pinching her under her arm, like, hey, you're embarrassing me now. Okay. (laughs) Stop it. I'm like, you need to stop crying. You need to get back out there. She played defense most of the game, though, because the, there's two good kids on her. She, Her and this other girl, they played together last year. They were two of the best kids last year, and they were younger, so they stayed in the same age group, and they happened to get on the same team again, run by the what the region commissioner or whatever. So um, 
The first the first game they played, this was their second game. The first game they played, they scored between the two of them, they scored seven goals in the first quarter. Jeez. Right so, on. so they do quarters in U six. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. In U six, so and it's four on four games, no goalies, but they scored four goal or seven goals in the first quarter, and then they like both had to play defense like the rest of the game. <laughs> <laughs> so is she good? So, yeah, she's pretty good. She's, pretty she, she's very yeah, she's very athletic. Yeah. So she at, gets it from her mom because I I just watched my my nephews from of course let me yeah, <laughs> come on and Mr fucking Potato Head over here <laughs> exactly. Um, so I just watched my nephew's game last week and it was the second game ever. And it's just so funny. I mean, I knew this. You know, the five and five and four year olds. I mean, they just swarm the ball. Yeah. Just like, and I'm just like, I just come to support my little nephew. Like, yeah. No, it's 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 like yeah, when they're that young. Invested. It's like it's like the old Charlie Brown cartoon where you know it's just like a lump of dust. Like you follow it around, you know, and a ball flies out every once in a while. And like and that's half about the time, it. the kids are scoring on their own goal. Yeah. Like it's. it's <laughs> yeah. No, I, I when I, I coached my my daughter when she was that age, and I used to make them point the direction they were going because if you didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> They'd go whatever direction yeah. the body they were fa- their body was facing when they got the ball at their feet. They yeah, just... you know it sucks because so we got to the game late, and these games are only like thirty minutes. So yeah. this is like seven minute quarters or whatever. So yep. we got there half halfway there, and I'm like, oh yeah. So we came, we drove like half an hour just to watch. <laughs> had to 10 watch minutes. like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Ten minutes of like a dust pile, basically. For yeah. Real. I mean, but you know what? So my my little nephew, he's like kind of shy, um, and to see him like run around and get into it, and I'm. Like, and then, like, I was like, you know, brought yeah. a little, brought a little stuffiness to the eye. I'm like, oh, you know. So does he have the Ed Rodriguez finishing though? That's the question, you know. Um, not 99 shot power. Not yet, not yet. Uh-huh. No, no, no. But there is this one kid on their team that like, clearly, clearly the best player yeah. on like the team. Yeah, I mean, can you really predict kid. like at four or five years old like how good a kid's gonna be? Like when I was four years old, I remember like my mom will never let me live this down. Like I was in the middle of a game and I was running like across the the, the pitch, and all of a sudden she tells me I stopped like dead ass just stopped in the middle of my run, and I screamed out to her. I was like, "Mom, I want a hug!" <laughs> like literally like in the middle of the game, and then like I just stopped. I was like, "Fuck this! I want a hug or something like that." Hey, sometimes you just need hugs, man. Like, you're talking to Ed. Ed, Ed, Ed lives the hug life. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Ed did that shit in his wedding to Tucker. Yeah, <laughs> I can just whisper, "Tucker, I need a hug, man." Yeah, hey, hey, hey before I say I do, um, can, can I get a hug real quick? I mean, I understand. Um, no, but you can't tell that age. You could tell who's good at that age, but but it doesn't always translate. Sure. You know, I, I had a because at ten they could be like, I don't give a shit anymore. No, there's always that one kid who could dribble through everybody. I, I one That's of my that, that was that one kid. Yeah, one of my best friends was that kid. He could just dribble through everybody when he was that age, and he just it never he never kept getting better. You know, he he got to about thirteen and he hit that wall, and yeah. that was about it. See, when when you're the best, you there's nowhere to go, man. Like so, you just hit a plateau. And that was way back when, back when you know, I mean. God, now there's like a club team on every corner. You know, back yeah. then there was like one club team per city, maybe. Yeah, see, I was oh. the, I was a kid who volunteered to play goalie. I loved playing goalie. Really, really. Yeah. And imagine me now as a five foot nothing. You know, Nick twenty Romano? years. I was saying you're basically Romano at that <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah. So twenty years ago, I'm three foot nothing. Yeah. And I and so my mom would always tell me like, oh yeah, you would love to dive even though it was not unnecessary. You would, so you were Nick Romano then. You you would <laughs> grab the ball and roll like four times. Like it was just. Yeah. You pulling like any scorpions like yeah. Rene Higuita or anything oh, like that. Oh, you know, you know. I mean, just you know, just had to do it. You were absolutely Romano, just <laughs> to diving, making staves look tough when they're not really tough. Yeah, and I just had the. I yeah. I just didn't have the speech impediment, but you know, other than that, <laughs> it was fine. Damn. <laughs> All right, you want to get on to some Lars news after Let's that? Talk to some <laughs> Lars news. This is 
This is just Lars News about stuff and things we want to talk about. Lars News. This is Lars News. All right, all right. So not much going on right now. Um, the one piece of Lars News that I do have is that you can pick up your 138 SE merchandise. So if you are a paid member and uh, any time during the year you paid for that, now is the time to pick it up because we have two home games left. So you're going to want to pick it up before you don't have a chance because probably not going to make the playoffs, so you probably only have two chances to get it other than, like, I guess, they'll probably have it at, like, the holiday party or whatever, but, you know, not a lot of people go to those anyway, so, you know, pick it up at the home game. You'll be there. Just go. Stop being lazy. Pick up your shit because they don't want it. As a guy who had to, you know, gather all the other merchandise every game, we don't want to hold your shit. Go pick it up. You paid for it. We'll it just up. sell it at the beginning of next year is what's going to happen, basically. If you don't pick it up, we'll sell it at the beginning of next year. Yeah, it's it's on you. It's on you. It's on you, exactly. Actually, I, what, what, they usually hold it for like the first few games, and, yeah. then, they just, and then they'll sell it. Well, I don't know. I, you know, it's under new... That's, new what we, uh, that's what they did last year, or this year, I think. Under, like, under new management, you know? Yeah. Also, I think he held a lot of the 138 SC stuff for like the first half of the year. Well, don't, don't, you know... Don't, don't count on it, Don't though. count on that, because, you know, yeah. next year there might be a new president who's like, nah, they had their chance. Well, are you gonna be president again? No. What? Come on, Ed. No. Not 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 for a while. I got I got other things to worry about. So he's not closing the door to that. Yeah. Not closing the door. But it's probably <laughs> no. It's probably no. Um so yeah, so you have the next two home games to go pick up your, your merchandise. Uh pick it up before kickoff. Uh thirty to six thirty to an hour before kickoff. Cause that's uh the tailgates usually start three hours before kickoff. So between that time and about 30 minutes before, you have your opportunity to pick up your stuff. Um, you'll see if you go to the Lot 13 where we tailgate, you'll see the giant, um, what is it, like the... It's a container. Container that you'll like see. A like a shipping container Yeah, thing, basically. Yeah. That is the big out, gray thing. Ducked out in large stuff, and you'll see usually um, President also or Andrew hanging out there. So go pick up your stuff. That's about it. Some cool shit, though. Is that where you're going to be hanging out next game? If I go? Yeah. <laughs> I got priorities, Ben. How many games you've been to this year? Oh, not not nearly. Not well, it's more than enough. me. I know. I know that for a fact. Um, I don't even know. Maybe, maybe, probably five. Maybe five. Yeah. Maybe five. Ben, how many have you been to? Yeah, this about year? the about the same. About maybe the same. five. Because okay. Ben's always like, "Oh yeah, I'll get tickets. We'll get you tickets. Okay, cool." And then but I don't I get from, tickets. And then I don't hear from him. Yeah, no, I got <laughs> tickets and didn't call him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's that's what happened. That's because I did call you once, and you're like, "No, I can't go." Well, I couldn't go the one time. Do whatever. That was so now like it's never gonna happen because exactly. Ben's like, hey, I tried he, once. He, he cried wolf, man. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it was? Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's get on this Seattle game. For better or for worse, we won three nothing at home. Clean sheet at home. That, that was came, crazy. It was amazing. It was crazy. I don't know. I, I still, I still don't know how the fuck it happened. Uh, I can tell you. Here's some things that I can tell you. All right, t- tell uh, me how it happened. No Chad Marshall. Oh, that's true. That helped. Uh, Seattle had a midweek game. Which they uh, lost. Which they, yeah. Which last they second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Philadelphia, of all teams. Dude, Philadelphia's good, though. They're they're in the playoff hunt in the East. That Come is on, true. But boy, they did... Pat Noonan's over there as an assistant, man. Of course, oh, that of course they beat Seattle, okay. yeah. Of course they did. <laughs> um, so, no Chad Marshall. Uh, midweek game that they lost. Um we had no Siani, no Jorgen, Jorgen in the lineup, and no Kitchen. 
So I think those might be a lot of the reasons why that's we like won this 2. game. 2.1 million dollars. <laughs> and that's why and we we looked like we were fucking world beaters. So hey to that. It, it also just stresses me out the fuck more because now you look ahead of what what's going to happen with us with the other teams that are also in that playoff hunt? Like it it honestly stresses me out more coming away from that game with the win than I think if we lost because if we lost we're pretty much out of it. Like oh, yeah. we're almost mathematically yeah. out of it. But now I'm stressed out thinking about oh shit now we got to worry about Vancouver and who Vancouver has to play in, and now who Portland and RSL have to play. Yeah. Like yeah. it's all it comes down to all these scenarios that I'm just like shit. Now we just just got a hell of a lot more complicated. No, I mean, and I think that's a lot of us were discussing like we'd rather just. Rip yeah. the bandaid off and just not be in the playoffs. And now the chess kind of makes the season. I mean, it see, makes it exciting though, at least. No, I mean, see, you, you know what it is? It's it's. You heard through the grapevine that the hot chick would say yes if you went out with her, but you don't know if they're fucking with you, like just to make you look bad, you know, to make you look like an asshole, or if actually she would go out with you. So, you, so it's like it's like if you think she's taking you to the pig party. Exactly. Right. That's exactly okay. it. <laughs> ben, Ben's always the pig, but it's just okay. That's right. He's, he's always lived his life. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, hey, but look, free drinks, free food. I mean, hey, take it. Who comes up? Exactly. So that's, I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Take me. <laughs> um. So, Mr. Klein, as our guest, let me hear. We so what we do usually is we'll do the ups and downs. Right. Um, so if you want, you can choose a up, down, whichever one you want to choose. Go well, on. I mean, I don't know if I can go with many downs, but I'll certainly start with off with an up. Um, I think Romney was one of the best players on the pitch. I think he just absolutely controlled the back line, him and Stairs. When we first saw the lineup, I was nervous as hell. I mean, you yeah. see Stairs, you see Romney. I was worried that they weren't going to get any defensive help from the midfield. Sure. Yeah, that's also true. Um, so at first that's kind of scared me, but... You know, especially with a team that, like you said, uh, lost midweek to Philadelphia. You know, Romney played stellar. I thought he was incredible. He shut down both Rui Diaz and Will Bruin. Um, I thought just that backline pairing of him and Steras was... Uh, they looked like they were in sync. And that's something that this defense hasn't been all fucking year. Who would have thought? Guys who have been playing together for like three, four years. Who would, who would have thought they would have known how to play with each other? It, but no, they they played great. They played awesome. Yeah, even um, Stairs looked good. Yeah, Stairs like, Stairs looked really good. Well, yeah. I think what happened too was I noticed that uh, at least at the game, I noticed that Romney was making more of like the aggressive challenges, and uh, Stairs was kind of I wouldn't say he was also making aggressive challenges, but he was kind of like, playing back as like a backup just in case Romney missed on some. He was of those. like the cleanup exactly. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I think that worked out real well. That kind of dynamic because the entire year they've played sparingly, but not really in that center back pairing together. Like it was always Romney, either a left, left back, back yeah, or right yeah, yeah. back, and then Stairs coming on for the occasional game. Sometimes a fucking right back. Um, but no, I thought Romney played an absolute stellar game. He played the position he's supposed to play, you exactly. know, and that's the left side center back, you know, which is where I think he's the most comfortable. Well, I mean, he's he's said it his whole time here at the Galaxy, like I'm a center back. Yeah, like he's always said this. So one of the things, like I'm a center back. I'm not a left back. I can play left back. I, I, I agree with him, though. He, he's a center he's back. Because he's, he's not really a left back or a right back <laughs> no, when you see him yeah. play those positions. He's supposed to be your, your, you know, your utility guy, but come on. Center back is his position. I, no, I, just, I can't believe how good Stairs looked. Let's let's just think whatever bug that Jorgen picked up midweek yeah. that he couldn't play because he was out with sickness. Yes. I don't even want to. I don't even want to do air quotes because I guess I'm. I'm assuming the dude is is has the flu or whatever. But that was like a last second thing. Like it came out like pretty last second that hey, like Jorgen's out. Like this is what we're throwing out there. Well, today. that's a, that's MLS. Like they'll, yeah. they they yeah. don't ever like if the guy gets injured. Like yeah, God forbid they have a legit injury report. Yeah, ever. yeah, yeah. yeah. And they'll never report it. Yeah, they'll never report it. It's always like oh, 
yeah, he got injured three days ago. Okay, don't say fucking anything. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, he has, he's is. been sick, hasn't been to practice all week, but they're not going to say anything. No, no, they never would. But whatever, thank, thank whatever bacteria that got in the system that yeah. got him sick because... Both him and Siani not in the lineup. Who would have thought that we kept a clean sheet, huh? Yeah, wherever it was, he ate some. Like you have like about fifty fans grub hoping him that food like next <laughs> week. <laughs> Where? Oh, oh, okay. Let me just. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Some mom and pop like place, like some. Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, it blows up with like yeah, seven grub hub guys or like he, the Uber eats people wait at the window. Yeah, it's like twenty people send him like Seven Eleven sushi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Hey, no- what's wrong with Seven Eleven suit? Come on, man. That uh, sounds disgusting. You're asking yeah. for a disease. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, so no no Siani in the lineup. Using the A team, uh, but not a starting. Uh, no Jorgen at all, and then Kitchen also on the bench. Um, is that kind of a sign from uh, Kinnear? I, that he's, he's I kind think of... it was. I think it was more of a formation thing. That was, and that's kind of that was my up. My up is actually the formation. The four four two. The the four four two with basically the team playing team defense. You could see the banks of four, you know, which we haven't seen all. We haven't really seen that since Bruce was here. Where the team defended in banks of four, which it, it was refreshing to me. It kind of. But why haven't we seen it? Is was it was it was it Siggy's choice to not want to play? I mean, you have Kinnear who's been here the whole time, so why yeah. all of a sudden that we're gonna be like, oh, this looked like we can actually play defensively? I, th- I think that maybe you know Ziggy tried to overthink things. To be honest with you, you know, I think he was he he tried to he's the one that brought in um kitchen and try you know he had to get him on the field when you play a four four two there is no room for kitchen, yeah, there's just not so well, you bench somebody and usually it's probably gonna you would think it'd probably be legit in that situation. yeah but who would you rather have in there? I oh, mean, I would rather have legit I think everybody would I think it's yeah. just common sense that you'd but rather I, have legit in there than, than a guy like kitchen but you have if you're playing a four four two with like the same yeah plus plus it it, it keeps it, Legit will go forward more, and it keeps Jonah in a, in his more natural position. As I mean, Jonah's a number six. Anyone who says he's a number eight is fooling themselves. He's a number six who can who can play the ball forward much the same way Juninho used to. You know, Juninho was undoubtedly a six, not an eight, but he could go forward at times. No, absolutely. And so, I think you definitely my, my concern going into I mentioned a little earlier was seeing a midfield uh, of. Uh, you had on the left side, Boateng. Boateng, sorry, my man Boateng. Why am I leaving now? Uh, Jonah, Legend in the middle, and then Roman on the right. And yeah. I'm and I'm like, this team is not. This defensive line is not going to get any help from these guys. And I was absolutely wrong. Like you saw these guys tracking back, helping out defense. Um, Jonah, who had another stellar game. I mean, yeah. the dude since since Gio has not been in the lineup. And I won't mention him because people are getting tired. of I wonder how close Gio is to the team. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, no, no. I, I just I, because Jonah's been playing so well, and I and I've had this this contention the whole way that Jonah is a much better player without Geo around, just because he can focus more on the actual soccer than he does on whatever they're off doing the after stuff, the field. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, I mean, the thing is too with Jonah. I mean, even bef- even after their days, both their days in Barcelona, when when uh, Jonah went to Villarreal. Like he showed how good of a player he can be. Like he was a part of some mm. really good Villa, uh, Villarreal teams yeah. that played in like deep in the Europa League uh, knockout stages. Like pretty pretty deep into uh, La Liga, where where they were in the table, at least mid table. So like we knew how good Jonah can be. But they also threw him around and made many different formations. You said he was playing like a six. I remember times where he was playing with Villarreal and he was you know playing as a right midfielder, like as yeah. a right winger. So I, I think you know. I think without the pressure of 
knowing what him and Geo can do together kind of benefit him in this game, knowing that, you know, Geo is a non-factor and then he can just go out and just kind of play his game. I mean, it's, it's shown in these last like three, four games. He's just yeah. been absolutely the, one of the best players in the field, if not the best player in the field. Yeah. So, it, I wouldn't mind seeing him stay next year and whether or not he will, when his brother gets you yeah. know, tossed to the curb, that's a, a different that's story. Question. Yeah. You know? That's another question. Um, Paulo Santos comes in and just says, fuck that. I'm taking him too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you have you and you have oh so do you, so so that was my up was what was the actual was the formation and the team defense. Um so, so what about you? You got an up? I have an up for and and it's it's been weird. I don't know if you've noticed on on social media or anything. People have kind of been on Kamara like been pretty hard on him. Yeah, I, I which I, I don't understand. I don't understand either. Cuz he's probably the the hardest worker on the team. Easily. Um, yeah, and he, he hasn't. You have not heard a peep out of him since we got Zlatan about you know it's not necessarily playing time, but this position, you know, not getting touches on the ball. You haven't heard any of that. Yeah, he just puts his head down and yeah, works exactly. So we get we get all our match ratings from whoscored.com. dot com, and uh, so my up is going to be actually Ola Kamara. The dude busted his ass, got the, the he drew the first uh, the PK for the first goal, uh, got his own goal in, in the fortieth minute. So whoscored.com dot com rated him. As the man of the match with an 8.0 rating. Really? Yeah. I thought for sure Jonah was going to be the man of the match. Uh, Jonah had a 7.1. Which really? I th- wow. Yeah. That seems a bit low. It's, it's yeah, very, it's yeah, it's pretty low. What does Zlatan have? Uh, Zlatan had 7.9. Huh. So, and... What about Boateng? Boateng had a 7 point... So... Just run him down. All right, I'll just run <laughs> yeah, him down. Just go through the entire fucking 11. Uh, Bingham, 6.7. Cole, 7.2. Romney, 7.5. Sarah, 7.5. Belcher seven point four. All right, hold on. That that easily has to be the first time all four defenders got in the seven above seven all year. Yeah, exactly. Um, Alessandrini Boateng got a seven point nine. Leggett with the worst rating in the first eleven with this uh, or not with Bingham had the worst one, but in the midfield with a six point nine, and then uh, Jonathan with seven point one. Wow, when six nines your worst rating on the field, you know you had a pretty good day. Yeah, seriously, that's a good day. Uh, and then um, our. Uh, subs got like 6.0, 6.0, 6.8, but I mean, they played like... Yeah, they didn't play a whole lot. Well, yeah. here's the thing. Going back to that Perry Kitchen thing, he was an unused sub for the, the only the second time. Oh, actually, he was an unused sub for the first time. I think the other game he missed because of a yellow card suspension. But um, Crosco came in as a sub ahead of him. So I'm wondering for if Kinnear's like, thinking yeah. is of like, hey, like, you know, I just don't like Kitchen now that this is kind of, quote unquote, my team. I can kind of run with it the way I want to. So I'm wondering now if, if that's going to be a thing for the future to see Carrasco kind of head, uh, kind of head in the pecking order ahead of Kitchen. Because, I mean. Maybe it's just like Kinnear's like, this dude needs a kick in the ass. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been playing awful like the last two months. Yeah. And he showed at the beginning of the year and previous in his career that the kid could play. Yeah. Obviously, you know. So, I mean, the, the the guy captain a Scottish Premier League team. Yeah, those dudes are hard as shit, man. Like, and if he's the dude who's captaining inside like that. Like, you have to be tough. So for yeah. him to come here and then show nothing, I mean, it's been it's been probably one of our worst signings this year. Uh, yeah, I, well, shit. One of our, I said yeah. one of the worst. Not the worst. How do you pick one out? We can we yeah, we can do a top eleven of yeah, worst yeah, signings yeah. this year. Yeah. You just kind of throw them all into a bowl and pick one out, really. I yeah, mean, like, you yeah, know, there's the like one. one A, one B, and one C. Exactly. Well, that's yeah. the thing, too, is like what kind of system would fit Perry Kitchen to do what he does best? And that's what I'm trying to figure out. And like I don't have access to the Scottish Premier League, so I can't go back and check out his game or uh, his games for Hearts or whatever or whoever the hell he played for. But literally with us, he's 
he's supposed to be that defensive block, like kind of like what Nigel was, like a little bit back in the day. Yeah. He was supposed to be a poor man's Nigel. A poor man's Nigel, but yeah. literally all he's been is just slow, someone that just gets way too aggressive and just picks up cards like it's nothing. And that's really all he offers. He doesn't really pass well. He doesn't really he doesn't really shoot that well. He doesn't really move up the pitch and get in the attack. He's kind of useless to us. It's it's he's he's a like half a million dollar like cone. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, he's a half a million dollar P Vianus. Oh. He's pass back oh. Pete. I, I don't put that's that I wouldn't put that on kitchen. I wouldn't put that on my worst enemies, but yeah. Kinda. He it's yeah, it's he's I mean, been he's been he's been disappointing and we, we say this. You know, we've said this in the past. He's he's just been very disappointing. You would have thought, because in MLS, and I mean, any team really, uh, you know, your spine needs to be, like, the strongest part of your team. Yeah. So when you have weak, when you have defensive weaknesses, not only in your, your center backs, but your, also your midfields, like, it's just, of course you're going to give up 60 goals in a year. So, so so has basically the league passed him by in the last, what, he's been gone four years? So, so so has the league gotten that much better? Because when he left, there there was talk that MLS should pay him and DC should keep him because he was an up and coming player and he was really good. And in four years, the guys just turned to shit in Europe. I he, thought Europe's supposed to make players better. I mean, I mean, who knows if it's if it's mental, if it's you know he wanted to really cut it out in, in Europe and he couldn't. I mean, he seemed like he could. He seemed like he cut it out in in, in England. Yeah, he did all right in Scotland, not, and then not, he um... in Scotland. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like I don't know how to compare the leagues that he played in compared to MLS. Like when you when you play uh, for Randers, or when you play for Hearts in the Scottish Premier League, or when you, or what 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 is Randers? They're in the Danish yeah, league. The Danish, like yeah. how how does that compare to MLS? To be honest, like I think they're. A step I think down. that's got to be a step down. Like yeah. that's the thing. So I don't. Maybe he got too used to playing against shit teams and shit competitions where he can kind of hide his his uh deficiencies. yeah his deficiencies and get away with it but now that you're playing against Joseph Martinez when you're playing against uh you know Bradley Wright Phillips and playing against all these other pretty class talent in our league it you're going to get you're going to get shown for that and yeah. i think that's what's happening yeah. yeah no and i i think that's actually a good point we you know MLS is really uh, and especially in these last two years have gone uh more south american rather than european in the pursuits so you are seeing guys who are, are, are more gifted. Um, you know, they have skills that, with the ball that they can move around. And, and you know, Perry Kitchen is a guy who is, I'm just going to run through you. Yeah. And that's yeah. really not going to work right. in that a league where it's MLS. getting faster. Yeah. Where in a league that's getting faster, younger. You know, Perry Kitchen was used to seeing guys who were, you know, in the midfield, like Beckham's were 37 years old. Or, you know, you're getting these guys who are, are past their prime, still very talented, but past their prime. Where you didn't have to like defend him as much, or as as had to be your mentality had to be quicker, and that it, then it, it has to be, it's, it wasn't as quick as it was then that it has to be now, because you have players who are are faster, who are stronger, who are gonna just pass it around you without a blink of an eye, you know. So it's like maybe maybe it has passed him, maybe, maybe but I don't think so. I hope I just, not. I, I I think he just and maybe you know I think from Kinnear yeah. this is a kick in the ass. Like, look, I'm gonna have Mr. Alex Morgan play above you, who makes. Five times less than you? Yeah. Ten times less yeah, than you? I, no, I'm pretty sure it's about five times less, yeah. And so he's going to come out and he's going to play with heart because, you know, he wants to get minutes. And you're out here yeah. because he, you think you have no competition in this in this spot. And he's a kept man. I mean, come on. Alex brings home the, you know, she brings home the Did bacon Did you know she's that. in like a, uh, like a, one of those like, not Disney Channel movies, but it's like Alex and Me, where she's like in a movie. Really? Yeah. I know that. Damn. See, so she's definitely bringing home the bacon. She's bringing up some money, dude. Yeah, man. 
And he's just like, he's coasting. He's like, he I'm on the bench for the galaxy. <laughs> like, I get to travel around the world. Like, it's good. Keep, keep calling me Mr. Alex Morgan. Do you think exactly. that makes me, do you think that makes me mad? Exactly. You think that's an insult? <laughs> no, but it's interesting, too, just because. Even though I coined it, but whatever. With, yeah. With, with Perry. <laughs> and I think that's interesting, too, is he left DC in 2015. Uh, spent only a year at uh, Hearts in Scotland, and then spent another year at Randers before coming back to MLS. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I don't know what happened that made him. Damn, I, thought it was there longer. I thought no, it was there longer. I thought it was longer. way longer too. Yeah, yeah. apparently. Yeah. I mean, okay. Wikipedia is, I think, is a reliable top, source. Top, yes. I don't know yeah. why they wouldn't let me use it in college, but I feel like it's very, <laughs> very reliable. But we don't know what like his story is with those clubs why he only spent a year there i mean he only, he only made 17 appearances for randers his last or his only year there yeah i know he, he left back. hearts because of a managerial change right and then you know whatever happened in randers so i don't i don't know if he just wasn't a fit for them either and they decided to ship him out because they realized how useless he is yeah well yeah i know he wanted to come home i know that was one of the big things but still why the hell do you have to land here for fucking half a million dollars half well, a million dollars in this league yeah well That's i mean like, you thought, you know, because, and we go back to this, where we thought in his his play with uh, with DC and, like, being one of their, their the guy there. Yeah, I think he was, he, they were talking about him for the national team when he was with DC. Yeah. I think he got some cash Yeah, he did, yeah. So, to have them, and then come here, you're like, okay, maybe we'll, we'll get some of that grit that no, we're missing. I was excited. Yeah, I was excited. I was, I was excited when he was with And we get documented on this podcast, we were more excited yeah. for getting him, but. It's been, it's been very disappointing. You know, maybe he needs that European readjustment. You know how it takes Europeans like a year to adjust to the league? Maybe he just... Is that he, what it yeah, is? Man, yeah, man, that's what I'm going with, man. He's going to give him the benefit yeah. of the doubt? Okay. Yeah. We're going to give him the Jorgen benefit of the doubt? <laughs> Fuck. Nice. No? We're not going to do that? No, no, no. All right. So, um, we got some calls. We got a couple calls. Uh, we're, um, oh, yeah. It's cool hearing this in person now. Did you see someone said they saw they uh, heard this in like a supermarket or somewhere outside? <laughs> And they thought of the show. They're, they're waiting for some people to call. Oh, that's awesome. That is pretty awesome. All right, nice. Ben. Our first call is from Alonzo. Hey, and the, um, the, what the hell is the transcription got them all right this week. Did they? So, so I didn't have to listen, even though I listened to them for the first time and I don't know how long. I didn't have to, so I'm a little sad about that. By the way, and I, I understand when you're, when you've had a couple drinks that you don't understand the notion of keep it under a minute, <laughs> but try to keep them under a minute. A couple of these are a little bit long, so we're going to try to get through them, but yeah. Um, but if you guys want to leave us a comment, question, concern, opinion on the games, leave us a, a voicemail at 562-641-5277. That's 562-641-5277. Let's listen to this first call from Alonzo. This is Alonzo. Uh, first off, congratulations to Zero. Hey, man, uh, congratulations on your boy. Um, he's, he's beautiful, he's precious, and, uh, you know, um, blessings to you and your family, bro. Um, anyhow, uh, man, what a game. Uh, I was. It, it's kind of weird <laughs> to, to, I don't know, man, like, it, I feel like I had a few drinks already, but... Uh, it just feels, it feels good. It feels really good. Um, you know, they, they played, they played really well. Um, you know, and, um, hopefully, like, this is something that we can, we can make a run, um, towards, um, you know, getting into the playoffs. And then Vancouver lost, so that was, 
you know, that's a plus. And hopefully we can just keep this momentum. Hopefully uh, Kinnear just found a way to kind of um, get that defense to gel, to keep organized. Um, that's one thing I noticed is that they, they did look organized. Um, and, man, um, uh, you know, Jonathan looked great, man. Um, he played, he had a heck of a game. The midfield and, I mean, just the whole team had a heck of a game. So, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm happy, you know, uh, and yeah, heck yeah, I'm gonna go have another beer and keep, keep drinking. Heck yeah, cause that's the way we do. LA Galaxy till I die all the way in the good times and in the bad times. It's for life. Alright guys, love you guys, love the podcast. And uh, looking forward to the next show. All right. See you guys. Peace. Thank you, Alonzo. We love you too, man. Thank you for listening. Um, yeah, I mean, they definitely at times still had their defensive farts. Sure. Know? Oh, yeah. Like Will Bruin missed a wide open header early That's on exactly that what I'm thinking of. Where you see three defenders trying to cover one man at the front post. And then Will Bruin. And then I forgot. There's another player back there. Wide open. Yeah, that was that was. But thank all the heavens and all the deities that Rule Bruin sucks because he missed probably their best opportunity of the game. Well, the thing is, wide Bingham, open goal. Bingham only had to make one save in that game. He didn't have to do shit the entire no. game. Yeah, they had 14 shots and one on goal. So that's crazy. Does it come down to either the G's had their best defensive effort this entire year, or that just the Seattle team was yeah, bad? I think you hit the. I think you hit it on the head when you said effort. You know, I think this was definitely their best effort game all year. So. All right. Well, and then so I did have uh, before we get to the next call, I wanted to read a little bit of Tony's email. Um, this was our, and it's a little fact from here. This was the, uh, this was the twentieth different defensive setup used this year. Uh, some of them may have only been for five minutes at the end of the game, but still, it was the 20th configuration of this defensive lineup. That is so crazy. That's nuts. It's so crazy. No wonder this team can't get a hold of like any defensive uh, cohesion because none of these guys are playing with each other. And yeah. I think the ironic part, too, is when, before Siggy was fired, he was talking about having defensive consistency, and he's still fucking shuffling around the lineups every single game. I'm like... You're going against your word. Like, what the? No wonder why you're gone now. But shit. Like, I'm. I'm glad that we found something that fucking worked. Dude, I mean, we'll see if it continues going forward. If Jorgen, you know, recovers from his injury or his injury, his flu, and slaughter right back into the starting lineup. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I hope not. I hope not either. All right, let's get to the next call. All right. Before I get pissed off. It's Brian. Yo, this is Brian. Sam one thirty eight. Lost my voice, as you can tell. Chiefs played pretty good tonight. Don't know if I could say that. Or last time I did say that. Um, favorite chance of the night was all the cleans out chance. Geo, sell Geo chance. The tequila song. Not saying I started that one, but, you know, that was tight. Uh, and shout out to the hyena who sat one row in front of me and shared her, shared her line from, from her Modelo because I didn't have one. Uh, if she's listening, what up, girl? Uh, right squad, do some, do some, uh, investigation. Hook a brother up, you know what I mean? Uh, anyways, might need the playoffs. I don't know, though. Anyway, sell Geo. Fuck it. Later. So, is this the start of, like, a Lars, like, uh, hookup app? 
that we yeah, didn't seriously. start? Seriously, Lars Tinder. Yeah, yeah. Let's get let's get that Galaxy Tinder going on, <laughs> where you just like meet up with someone at the Galaxy game, be like, let's go to the unisex bathroom real quick and knock one out, and then go back to supporting the team. I think that'll work. <laughs> that's a that's a good movie plot. We should we yeah. should get going on that. Love found at Sub-Up Center. Yeah. Yep. Then we'll go get like a pretzel and then hang yep. out. So so if you're the Heine that shared your line, yeah. just give, give us a call and we'll hook you up with Brian. If you're random Heine who sat in 138 at some point. And, and shared a line. And shared a line with the dude. Hit, hit us okay. up. What's the number, Ed? It's 562-641-5277. That a boy. AKA the Lars Love Line. <laughs> Welcome to the Lars Love Line. This show is uh, what was the? Do you remember uh, Love Line from K Rock? I think it's still going, isn't it? Is it still going? No. Yeah, it's uh, what's her name hosted now? I think I'm not sure if it's on K Rock anymore, but it's yeah, the syndicated. Hi, Jillian Barbary hosts it. Are you serious? Yeah. Really? I don't know. That's the last I heard. It was. That's weird. It's not. It's not really a show if you don't have Doctor Drew on there. Exactly. Like once Adam Carolla was gone. Once it's Adam like, Carolla uh, was gone, it was okay. like, yeah, that was pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. And then Dr. Drew left too? I'm like, I don't, want to, I don't care about the show anymore then. Yeah, exactly. He, he, he went on to go do you know his reality addiction TV or whatever it is. Celebrity know. rehab. Yeah, and, celebrity rehab and yeah. shit. See, all these references are just going way the fuck over my head. <laughs> I like I'm so much younger than you guys. And I and I just Whoa, that's, you're, that's like, what, you're like five years uh, younger than me. I'm twenty three. Okay, seven years younger uh, than me. <laughs> Damn, that is that is a pretty well, actually, be, I'll be, be twenty I'll be twenty four on Friday. Dude, he could be my kid. Because <laughs> you're just ancient, Ben. So could you though, Ed, I think. Wait. When, about, where were you yeah. in Long Beach in 1988? Yeah, uh, 88? Yeah, you could definitely be oh, my you, kid. Were you, that's, that's true. were you overseas? <laughs> I think we need a DNA No, test. 89 though. 89 I enlisted. Oh, uh, see? Oh, uh, so you, you... I don't want to say you banged my mom because that'd be really fucked up, but I just said it. <laughs> and you just left. You left her with a baby. That's fucked up, Ben. How dare you? <laughs> you know I'm going to cut that you banged my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I just, I just screwed myself on that one, didn't I? Oh, uh, that's going to be my new favorite drop. All right. Let's uh let's move on to the next call. <laughs> we're we're, we're uh, our boy Fredo. Fredo. Yo yo, that's Fredo. What a great game! That oh, was awesome. Had a good tailgate. Saw some people in the parking lot and no, you know, over there at the squad spot. Oh man, the squad green spot. Sheet. I think that's what yeah, you mean a now. lot. Strike from Boateng was the shit. Hey, I'm here with Garza. We're at the Titty Bar. Hey, Garza. Oh, Titty Bar. That's strike from Boateng, man. <laughs> All time. All time. Garza loves Boateng. I would have voted for uh, uh, either Sarah's because what was the difference? I don't know. Sarah's, but uh, Jonah. Actually, Jonah came to play. And when Jonah comes to play, actually wants to play, we're a good team. Shut up. Galaxy in the playoff hunt, baby. Come on. I don't know, but... I know, love Fredo's hype, man. I love the clean sheet. That is amazing, dude. I love, actually, I love the bunker. I thought Bruce was coaching us there, you know, at the 40th minute we're going to bunker. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, good time. Thank you. That, that was by far Fredo's best call ever. Fredo's best call. So is he getting a lap dance as, like, he's calling in and talking <laughs> about it? Like, no, because you definitely would have heard some... <laughs> in like the background, I think they were they were in the parking lot in the titty to get to the titty bar. Exactly, Fredo would have read his script off the stripper's ass. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Excuse me, I'm trying to call this podcast. Can you get your tits on my face? Thank you." Or he just like take the script, rest it on her tits, and start reading it. Ma'am, please take your asshole out of my face I'll for give you one $20 second. Twenty dollars to fuck off. I'm trying to call this podcast. 
and tell them my views on this game that we just went to go see. Thank you. Jeez, <laughs> they don't get the hint. Oh, God. Thank you, thank you, Fredo. Appreciate it. I know it's his best call ever, and we still got to give him shit. Um, yeah, I mean, definitely one of the best defensive efforts we've seen this year from a from guys who probably weren't expecting to be in the starting lineup at this point of the season. You know, with half what half a million dollar or a million and a half sitting on the bench, just in defense. Two two point one four five, I think, if you count Kitchen. Well, there you go. So, what Damn. more can you said? Just, you could do with that kind of money in this league. Oh, I was like, in general, like what could oh, yeah. five million dollars? Shit, in most soccer, most soccer, it'll get you like a third string freaking center back, maybe. Yeah. In Europe, I don't know. Here it gets you like Chad Marshall and two other good defenders. Yeah, a good, a good, uh, actually yeah. a good backup. You could uh, probably get like Chad Marshall. You know, it'd be interesting to see what like Chad Marshall, Michael Parkhurst, and um, I'd now pick pick another older. You know, season center back. They probably don't equal that together. Probably not, right? Yeah. Chad Marsh is probably making like four or five. Say, so how much is Ike Parr making? Yeah, like Ike Parr. Like, like you put those three guys together and they're not even, they're, not, they're, those pro- they're probably not making a million dollars. Dude, Ike Parr is getting only paid $100,000. Get That's out of crazy. here. crazy. He's so fucking underpaid. Holy shit. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Wow. We got. Never mind. I'm just, see, I'm just gonna get mad when we talk about numbers, <laughs> and we talk about Jorgen making one point, one point whatever million. Do you think it's a million even? And then you got Ikopara making hundred thousand. So you got what's Cole making? Cole's making like like seven hundred. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking crazy. But Siggy's like, no, we don't have the most expensive back lineup, line, uh, defensive line. What are you talking about? Yeah, dude. Like they're actually facts to crazy. back that up. Yeah, I mean the player union is like they're probably going to be the more factual, like more actual, like in the in their. They are reporting. they are by far well more transparent than any team in MLS. Yeah, exactly. So th- they're going to put out the numbers. Yeah. MLS gonna, is going to downplay it. So, whatever. God damn it! Thank you, Fredo, for your call. Hopefully Always had, class, Fredo. Hopefully yes. you had a fun time at City Bar. Hopefully you didn't catch anything. Yeah. Hopefully uh, you got a T-shirt. Oh, in the ho- VIP ho- lounge. Hopefully he didn't eat the food. I hear that uh, that uh, the buffets are pretty good. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. I can't say for myself. I've <laughs> yeah, never either. I've never eaten at a titty bar buffet, but then don't trust the food at a titty bar buffet. That's all I'm gonna say. Just ben, don't trust ben the got food. stories, just, dude. Ben's got stories. Yeah. Just don't trust. He the doesn't want to go into them, but Ben's got stories. <laughs> Ben's Luis. got something hiding. Luis, Luis, next call. Luis, one thirty-eight. Struggling. First of all, Tucker, congratulations. Two. That little girl at the fucking, that was singing the National Anthem, holy fucking shit. Badass. That's, that's pretty she much it. The team looked good, organized. Our defense still sucks dick, but it, it looked a whole lot better than what Sigu was sliding out there. Um, anyway, if you guys could play this or can't, I don't know. The voice is gone. Anyway, see you guys on Saturday. He, he's better get that little Asian girl to fucking sing then. That girl could fucking sing. Holy shit. Damn the rockets. Holy shit. Like, yeah, just stamp that son bitch. Until the next one. Jurgen Klinsmann, hashtag in that German bus cut having son of a bitch. I don't think he has a bus cut, but. <laughs> Thank That's you, Luis. <laughs> All right, cool. 
Oh, Luis struggling. That's when, that's when you know you went hard in the game, man. Well, it's always you better gave, you to gave lose your, your voice. You gave it win. all, man. You gave your whole, whole voice, and it was for something, because yeah. they actually won a game. Yeah. It sucks know, to lose your voice and then fucking lose a game. Exactly. Thank you, Luis, for calling. Um, yeah, I mean, our defense isn't going to be great. Um, you know, stairs is still stairs, but I think they, they had their most cohesive, you know, game so far this year. Hopefully it can it can. Uh, yeah, the defense was good because it started from the front. Yeah, I mean, you we need. So. That's the thing is we didn't really have that help from the midfield, and you know our defense already was terrible to begin with, and then when you didn't get any help from from your you know your your two center mids, I mean it was just gonna you're gonna get a sixty goal you know season where you let in as many as you did last year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's gonna happen. Thank you, Luis. Hopefully you rested your voice, honey and tea. Yeah. And yes, that little girl is, is a badass, and she should sing at every at every remaining home game. We need her, dude. She's our good luck charm. Yeah, well, we were talking about it before we started recording. Yeah. Like that's what they do in the hockey, you know. Like yeah. they'll get the one person to come and sing at every you know yeah. home game in the playoffs, and so we're gonna write it out. We're bumping Justin Guarini to G two. Yeah, Justin Guarini, you're cut, dude. Sorry, I know you're really hoping for that payday because I know you're probably struggling. Uh, you know. Afros, yeah. they cost a lot to maintain. No, so. I, I, th- I think David Archuleta sang at the Galaxy game before as well. You know, he's he's going to be bumped down. If you sang on Idol, you you, you don't get any higher than G two. Can you get a Kelly Clarkson, man? That's my girl, dude. About, what's that? Do you sing Jaya or whatever? That's yeah. only what's the only one I really recognize from. Like, oh, he was the one that was bad. People kept. Yeah, yeah, he was so bad. Yeah. Just people loved him. Yeah, people kept voting for him <laughs> just so they could piss everyone else off. Like the good singers were getting kicked off because this dude was just being like. Oh, it was like before. It was like before memes. Like he was just like <laughs> the he was guy. The OG meme. Yeah, <laughs> he was the proto meme. He was the proto meme. And we'll talk. We'll talk a little Jurgen. Uh, yeah, we'll talk later Jurgen in the, in the lightning round. Yeah, yeah. All right. Last calls from Parker. Hey, this is Parker. You know, I'm torn by this win. Um, I'm torn because yeah, I want the boys to do good. I'm happy to see a win, but I don't know. I feel like if they make the playoffs. A lot of people that should not uh, look good are going to end up looking good because they make the playoffs. Um, I'm not going to games because I'm not giving Klein another dime. I'm not going to invest in Vienas. Um So, yeah, I'm torn, man. I'm torn because I want a lot of people, more than Klein and Vienas. I think there's more people that just need to go. And I want them to look as bad as possible. All right. Bye. Thank you, Parker. Yeah, you know what? And, and uh, last week's guest, uh, uh, Andrew. <laughs> Hello, the transcription says, in my anus. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got our title for this week. Kleinen my anus. Oh, uh, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> that, that, that made my night right there. That was fucking awesome. Thank you, Parker. Thank you. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I think Andrew discussed it last week, or we might have talked about it off the air. Um, you know, we kind of wanted this team to, to crash and burn. That way, the guys who are, have been leading this this shit show, have, you know, get let go. But now that we're showing a little life, a little fight, and if we do make it in the playoffs, it's going to make guys like Klein look good. Because he's like, well, I fired Siggy in the right time and put, you know, Kinnear in charge right at the right time. And we got into the playoffs right at the right time because of, you know, my decision. They're giving another fucking five-year extension. Uh, you know. Bullshit. Exactly. Um, 
so thank you guys. Thank you everyone who called in. If you do want to leave your voicemail, if you want to have your you know an opinion or anything, if you have a question, uh, comment on the games, anything like that, give us a call five six two six four one five two seven seven. That's five six two six four one five two seven seven. But I mean, I think we even discussed it a little bit. Yeah, right? and I was and I was telling you before beforehand, Ed, and even Ben too. It's like my biggest thing, at least from a fan's perspective, was in order to see big change. Like I like part of me just wanted just to lose every single game, just get blown out every single game. So we really, so those guys really get exposed. So Chris Klein and Pete Vinus really get exposed for the shit show that they created, and it sucks because obviously I'm you know a huge Galaxy fan. I want this team to win. But for the betterment of the future of the club and the franchise, I you know I feel like we need we, to lose. We need them to go exactly. But I and 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 you know Parker that, that that was a great call and a great point because I went to the game and I made a sign. I I I, I got me and my brother went to the game and I got a big big ass uh, poster board and I wrote out you know Siggy wasn't the problem you know hashtag Klein out hashtag uh, Vianus out. And I was if I if I got there earlier enough because the game was on FS1, I was trying to uh, I was trying to uh, you know see if we can get on TV because you know if 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 we're gonna have a voice as Galaxy fans to actually have you know a pro if we you know want to speak about a problem with his team you know what's the best way than you know going to a nationally televised games and you know telling you know this front office to fuck off and you need so you need more like that so if you saw the broadcasts uh, right directly behind the goal like right where ACB is. There was a fan who had two signs that said, uh, three coaches, two years, same FO. Saw it too. And then it was like, uh, who's who's the real problem? And, I mean, every goal kick, every corner kick, every time they had the camera on that end of the field, I think it was the uh, the north end. And every time, and you can, everyone was screen grabbing it. I screamed it from my, like, from my phone. I was like, this is amazing. Because every time that got nationally broadcast, and you, and you know, like, hopefully... Some of the people above them are watching this game because it's you know it's one of the biggest games of the year. I can't, I can't believe that that the FL let that's that TIFO stay. Yeah, they I almost mean, the security almost didn't let me bring that sign in. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. I mean, you know, ACB got a talking to you. Remember how? But it was I don't think it was ACB. I think it was just like the off of ACB, like people who sat next to them. They'll still blame it on ACB. You know how the Probably. FO is. Yeah. But, I mean, how else can we make our voices heard as fans? I mean, we're not, like, not going to go to the games. Like, people oh, yeah. are, in the end, going to go to the games because a lot of the fans that are coming to the games are just casual soccer fans. They're not diehards like us. Yeah, like um, Par- Parker, yeah. Like Parker, who's not going to give them their money. Exactly, money. exactly. So that's, like, how else are we going to get their attention? How else are we going to get Beckerman's attention and AEG? That's that's the big question. There was, uh, on one of, like, the, the either the... Galaxy Facebook group, which is, I don't know why I'm still part of it. It's it's honestly the worst thing ever. Someone suggested, oh, you guys should just pull your money together and and get a a plane to fly over with the message. Like, dude, this ain't fucking England. Saying we're not, you know, we don't we're not having a banner that says, um, who's the coach that got fired from Arsenal? Vanger. Uh, Vanger. We're not having a fucking Vanger out sign. Like, <laughs> it's it's so ridiculous, man. Like it's so crazy. If you want to get if you want to get Beckerman's attention, you know what you need to do. You need to go to the Kings game and protest there. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. He'll be there. He'll yeah, be yeah exactly. So, yeah, somebody, somebody at the Kings game, bring a sign that says "Klein out." Exactly. I go. mean, we have a lot of Galaxy fans who are, who are Kings fans. Like, exactly. Start protesting the, at the yeah. Kings games. That that'd be the. You know what? That's the exactly right, Ben. That's your best option because Dan Beckerman will actually be there. Exactly. You know, so that that actually be my yeah. Best you option. you raise a ruckus at the Kings game. He's not going to stand for that. Maybe maybe something will get done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh boy. He'll fire Robotai yeah. and shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I, you know, and and before we 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 move on to Vancouver, I do want to I want to preface this with saying, I want people to have tempered expectations. Big time. You know, you know, we did. This was a, a a great victory. But can you have cautious optimism? I think you can. Absolutely. I mean, if, if I don't know, man, I I. I... Cautiously optimistic is is probably. I, I think you're the wife that's been beat one too many times. To be honest with you. Oh, if you're if you're a recent Galaxy fan or you've uh, you've been a Galaxy fan for a while, you definitely have like battered oh, yeah. wife syndrome or, or yeah. battered whatever. battered wife syndrome. Yeah. Because especially last year and you came back. I mean, more power to you. Yeah. Like more power to you. Um, but no, I mean temper temper a little bit. You know, it was it was a Seattle team that didn't have their best defender, that had. The Michael Ciani of Seattle and Roman Torres, who was, my goodness, awful. Like, yeah, seriously, the levels of Michael Ciani awful. And then what's his name got hurt? Um, who got hurt for Seattle? In the oh first yeah, half? yeah, like um Smith, I think his name. Yeah, Brad Smith. Brad yeah, Smith. Brad Smith. Yeah, the yeah. left back. Yeah, he got hurt. So I mean, you had you it's had a big loss for them too. Chad Marshall, who's easily like the best defender in MLS. Yeah, arguably, he's out for this game. You have. Seattle just coming off a, a pretty bad loss and like it was like the 93rd minute. Yeah, it was like a last second goal. You have them playing midweek and then you have you know you have a Galaxy team who who have nothing to lose, who have, you know, whether the good thing or bad thing you have both your center backs out, your your starting center midfield out. So it's a little cautious with this team when you have a midfield of Emma Boateng, a Legette who's just coming back from injury. Jonah, who's starting to show life, and then Roman, who's not play, who's ne- who's not gonna play defense for you, even though he'll he'll come back every now and then. But so you cautiously go into these games thinking, okay, maybe we can get something out of this. Maybe we won't. Just, hopefully, I think the bottom line is hopefully we just don't get blown out five nothing. That's like that's that's the bottom line now. It's like that's what we've been hoping for in the last like month. Yeah, is just don't get blown out five nothing again. Because most of us, are, most of us know that we're probably not going to make playoffs. It's going to be very difficult for us to make playoffs. We have to have, we have to have everything go in our favor in order to make even make the last spot in the playoffs picture. Because we're probably going to be fighting for against like RSL, maybe Portland. That for that last that last playoff spot. So you have to have a lot of things go for us, and so temper the expectations a little bit. Yes, it's it's a pretty big victory against Seattle. A Seattle team that before Wednesday, uh, last Wednesday, was on a nine-game winning streak, a 12-game unbeaten streak. So, yes, but temper it a little bit. Because it's still the Galaxy of 2018. It's still the Galaxy that overplayed a bunch of players. Probably have Jorgen come back in this lineup because he'll probably, you know, recover from the illness. So, temper it a little bit. I know we won. I know we. It's 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 very far and few where we get to celebrate a victory and we get to be happy. As Galaxy fans in the last few years, but so celebrate until Saturday, and then you know go into it thinking you know what, this might be the last time uh, our playoff hopes are alive, right? That's very well said. Thank you. I agree. Now let's move on to to Vancouver game then. Yeah. Oh no, let's talk uh, predictions. Oh, predictions, yes. Predictions. It doesn't matter. No one got it right. We all. Th- I thought we we're gonna lose. Andrew thought we were gonna lose. Ben thought we were gonna draw. None of us got the predictions right. I did get two goal scorers right, though. I think that should have given me a point, Tony. Eh, well, no, it doesn't. I know. Fuck. It, it doesn't. Um, let me read uh, Tony's email real quick. 
Uh, with the G's pulling off a surprising win, no one got any points this week. Ben is still two points behind me. Uh, I have 18. Chris is trailing, trailing by six. He's probably not catching up anybody. It's nah, going to be a battle between he, yeah. me and you. Like all things, like the weight loss challenge is a battle between exactly. me and you. This is going to be a battle between me and you. So, it's, you know, whatever. It's fine. Um, <laughs> so, he, uh, Big Tony awarded uh, Chris a scoreline of 9 to 18 in honor of his son being born. Um, so, that didn't quite, uh, you know, materialize, but, you know, it's all right. It could have. It definitely could have. It could have, you know, with our history of giving yeah, up so many Yeah, exactly. There's only four games remaining, so Ben could catch me. I mean, technically Chris could, could as well, but that's probably not. Gonna he would need, yeah. He would need, yeah. He would need a miracle. He would need he to would get need to get. Yeah, he, he he would need to get what he'd need to get every game right plus a couple of score lines. Yeah. Um. So looking forward, Ben. Wow, he need to get almost every score. Line. He'd need to get every score line right to or take like the lead. Or like two games yeah. where he got the score line and yeah. scores uh, correct. All right, looking forward, Vancouver comes to town on Saturday. Uh, they currently sit one point behind the G's in eighth place, but do have a game in hand. Uh, the Whitecaps' uh, defense seems to be just as bad as the Galaxy defense, having led in 56 goals in 29 games. That's a 1.93 per game. Um, uh, 1.93 per game. Their offense isn't quite as potent as ours, as they have only scored 47 goals so far compared to our 57. Uh, recently, the Whitecaps have taken a dip in form, Having lost their last two uh, against two one against Seattle, two one against Dallas, uh, their uh, their last five are draw, win win, and loss loss. Uh, in our last meeting with Vancouver on March twenty fourth, uh, the G's were held to a nil nil draw. However, this was before Zlatan joined the team, so the Whitecaps have be, have to be worried about our offense. Uh, with the G's shutting out Seattle last Sunday, uh, will Dom keep the same lineup or tinker once again? What do you guys think? Uh, you know what? My God, man. It wasn't his fault. I think I made him upset, you know. Uh, the Galaxy, I, they're going to win this game. Damn it, Ed. I said it. They're going to win this fucking game. All right. Well, what do you, what do you think? But you know what? This is this is so this is so how this year is going to go. They're going to win this game. They're going to give us even more hope to get in the playoffs. And then they're going to shit the bed the last three games of the blow season. It. So do you, do you see Kinnear I see putting a similar lineup out that he did against Seattle? I or do you think he puts? I think, I think at this point you got to go. You got you have to go with the hot hand, especially if I mean I think Kinnear knows he's not getting the job. Even if the Galaxy were to win out and win MLS Cup, I don't think he keeps the job. Um, so I mean, I, if he if he could win an MLS Cup with this team, give him a fuck, give him the fucking job. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 if no. he can, if he can pull that off, that that'd be incredible. But, but I, th- I think legend. He would go yeah. down as a legend. Yeah, in Galaxy history. And then he, well, well, so, so essentially he's auditioning for other teams. Absolutely. At this point, that's why you so. won't. That's why, and we'll talk about him later. But that's why you won't see an Alvarez playing. Yeah. That's why you won't see a Mendes playing. That's why you won't see these guys come playing because Kinnear is is auditioning for a job, and yeah. he's not going to put out sixteen year olds. So, so, so that being said, I think he does stay with the hot hand. I don't think. Well, I mean, the, the one disadvantage was we're not at practice. You know, we don't see what goes on behind the behind the green screen um, on field six. I think whatever it is. Um, so we don't know how Shelvick is playing in practice. So I don't know. I think he should stick with the hot hand, whether or not he does. Fuck at this point with the 20 something defenses that they put out, who knows? Yeah. Your, your guess is as good as mine. It's just, it's a best guess scenario at this point. Or is it going to be one of those situations where the influence of the fact that Jorgen's the best paid defender in the league 
constitutes him an automatic start if he's healthy. See, but that's the, the thing. But this is the thing is I think that since Kinnear is worried about his job, he doesn't care. He didn't bring these guys in. It's not on him. So I think the fact that he's because what are they, what is Klein and company going to do? Yeah. Fire him yeah. three exactly. games out of, uh, to the end. Well, of the well, like, not just that. I mean, he, he he doesn't. It's not his guy. You know what I mean? Right. It's not his guy at all. So he's going to go with whoever he thinks is going to get him get his results. next job. He's he's going to go with people who he think he's going to he's going to get results with. Yeah. He's, he's not going to get them as Jorgen. He's not going to get them as Siani. No. So if, if anything, I honestly I can see Jorgen coming back in, but maybe replacing Cole. At left back, you know what's funny? Know he's played left back. Yeah, that's the thing when he when he played with uh, was it Rosenborg in Norway? Yeah. He was mainly used as a left back. He even played left wing sometimes. Okay. So that that I think that's my biggest thing too. Is is I remember even like playing with him in FIFA. Like, dude, like this guy's quick. He's pretty good on the ball. Like, why is he not playing out wide for us? But that's the thing. That's what we were told too when he was signed. Is like, oh, this guy's he's really fast. But I mean, has he, he hasn't has looked a, fast. Yeah, yeah, no. He's looked. He look, he's pretty much looked he's, on he, par with Siani. Yeah, he's looked white. Speed. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> He's looked white slow, yeah. Hey, Brian Jordan's fast as hell, man. <laughs> was he? Shout out. Oh, yeah. Do you remember there was a a weird thing where they had him and like, some other uh, athletes go up in like a, a, a relay race, basically? Do you remember that? No, nah, I don't remember that. Yeah, dude. It's so weird. Was this like on a pros versus Joes or something like no, that? No, <laughs> it was some... I know people, people know what I'm talking about, but it was some weird like... Tucker will definitely know what Tucker you're talking about. Tucker will definitely about. know because he's like has. He's probably, probably yelling, just shouting yeah, at us. He's exactly. like, "What the <laughs> fuck, guys?" Well, first he has to take BJ's testicles out of his mouth, and yes, he's like, "Oh exactly. yeah." I mean, probably the most beautiful testicles you've ever seen in your life, though. I'm sure. Very trim. Yes. Proper. Very manscaped. <laughs> no chance of torsion <laughs> in that. They, no. they, they, they are David Beckham leftover testicles. Is what they <laughs> Those testicles have seen some good times. Yes. That what what are they called? That the um, oh my god. Trying to think of the term where, like, you, the, uh, I'm, 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 like, how he picked up all the scraps, yeah, Beckham, yeah. Beckham scraps, yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, he had good times, you yeah, know. I, he, oh, oh, yeah, making like ten thousand a year, yeah. If that, he's like, no, yeah. I, we can't go back to my place. I live with like five other MLS dudes, so <laughs> we got to go to your place in Alhambra. Yeah, <laughs> um, I live in the city. Yeah, I live in like, uh, you know, and like Paramount. Like, we got to go. No, yeah. we got to go to your house. Like, we just can't. No, sorry. We need a gate entry code. Like, we just don't have it. We just got to go to your place. I'm sorry. <laughs> the guy I, I live... You know... <laughs> you know, you know. they lived where... He lived, he lived in, like, Rosemead and shit. Yeah. But they had the setup where it was, like, the bunk bed, but the top bed was a bed and the bottom was a couch. So you know oh, one yeah. of those guys had to have a couch yeah. and had to sleep on the couch? Uh, it was a but futon they, couch, they, you know? They, they took turns. Yeah. Like, like one week, it'd be like, oh, no, it's my turn to sleep on the, on the, on the top yeah. bed. You get to sleep on the couch. Uh, good That's old terrible. early MLS days, man. Oh, I know exactly. Twelve thousand dollar minimum. You know we're salary. not far off, right? Either. Yeah. We're not far yeah, off no. on the, on those, because no. you know you know some dude had to sleep in like a sleeping bag, for like a good half a year. We gotta have BJ in here. He wouldn't tell us that story anyways. But you, we you can't be that far off. We can't be far. Off. We can't be that far off. Yeah. He's doing good for me. He's getting auditions and shit. You know. Is he? TV? Is yeah. he? Is he doing TV? I don't know what he, I mean, no, he's doing... I, I hope he is. I, you know, I, I, I hope I hope all his dreams come true. He's a good follower, though, man. Like, if you follow him on Instagram and stuff, like, he's living a good life, dude. I'm sure he is. He's, li- he's living your typical, what you think of, like, a California life, where he's, like, going surfing, going eating, like, taco surf. He's, like, going to all these Mexican restaurants, having a good time. He's like, I'm going on, my, going on an audition today. I got, you know, I got a call back. Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. The dude played how, how many? How long did he? How long was his career? Like six years, eight years, maybe. Probably, 
yeah, between seven and eight. Yeah, it looks like it was about eight. Because I know he went to like That's German fourth division. Fucking crazy. He went to the German fourth division. Brian Jordan played professional soccer for eight years. That's fucking crazy. Hey man, but you know he lived his he lived his best life though. He did. He was all he about. Absolutely it. lived his best oh, yeah. life. Yeah, but what he's like a twenty eight year old just kind of done with everything, and now hey, I'm gonna take up acting. Hey dude. Uh, hey, don't get. We got the looks, man. If you, he if does. You got the look. He does. Yeah. Dude, he should just find himself a sugar mama and just like chill. That's it. He's gonna find himself like seven year old woman who has like got her money because yep. she like her husband was because her because her like third husband died and shit like that. And she yeah. got a, she got a shit ton of money. That's what she needs exactly. to find. That's what yeah, he needs to find. That's what BJ needs. That's what he deserves. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, he, he deserves to live that life. You know what? I want I want that for BJ. Yeah, me too. He, you know, he deserves that. He does. What were we talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> Vancouver. Yeah, back to Vancouver. Vancouver. <laughs> See, we don't need Tucker to go on rants and, and go on tangents. <laughs> Mr. Tucker Mr. is shaking his head at that too. So fucking, he he wants better than that for BJ. I'm pretty sure. So mm, I'm pretty sure he'd, he'd want that Let's for BJ. See, too. But maybe I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, so Vancouver, uh, you know, and and I just found out. I mean, I knew they 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 just fired the coach today. Did they just fire him? I was gonna say I knew he was on the hot seat. I didn't they, see that. Yeah, they pulled the plug today. Um, they but fired then David. Also, you mentioned they fired like a bunch of other. No, people they fired. Well. They fired Carl Robinson, their head coach. They fired their assistant and their goalkeeper coach. So now their academy technical director is their acting head coach. Damn. So they're like going deep into the staff to bring up this guy. What's his name? Uh, Craig Dalrymple. I don't know how the fuck I say his name, but like it, that it, sounds right. Yeah, it's something like He's that. But enough. you bring up a technical academy director. Sounds like a poor name, actually. It does actually. What was his first name? Craig. Oh yeah, that's definitely a poor name. Craig Dong Ripple Ripple Dalrymple 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 Dalrymple. Can you imagine? It, it'd be like so in in Galaxy. Like if you, it'd be like Mike Munoz taking over because we don't have a academy technical director. We don't have an academy technical no. director. I thought we did. No, thought, no sure? one. No one took up that role. That it's vacant. It's been vacant. So Since Vianus got promoted. No, because Mike. That was Mike Munoz's job, and then he got the yeah. the G two job. Then no one else took over that job. Damn. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure Pete's fucking probably this, been. This over. is so this organization is <laughs> so, so crazy. fucking dysfunctional. So it'd be like Mike Pino's taking over <laughs> after Siggy was fired. That's how. That's like that. Think about that. Like, that's or, crazy. Or, or um, Kurt and Alfa taking over after Bruce left. I guess so. I think you even go deeper. That's basically yeah. just like Kevin Hartman even taking over after. See, I, I would actually trust Hartman more than I trust any of those fuckers. And he, and he hates Hartman. And I do, and I hate Hartman. He hates Hartman. That, that, that ball there is signed by every single member of the 05 championship team except for Hartman. That's petty. That's just petty. Yeah, that's mess. That ball's worth nothing now. You know that, right? It's worthless. I hate that fucker. Throw it in the garbage. <laughs> so, I mean, sorry, go on. I'm, no, no, you're you're good. I just think it's an interesting dynamic when you have two interim head coaches going off against each other. But, I mean, obviously, Kinnear has the advantage in the coaching aspect just because of his history in MLS. Um, but, you know, I don't even know if this guy's even coached any professional level before. So I'm curious to see how the team will respond to that, at least Vancouver will, because they're still in the thick of it too. They need to get a win as much as we do. Absolutely. So I'm just curious if it's going to be a very wide-open game, a very attack-minded game, or if it's just going to be something where they kind of each bunker down and wait for one side to make a move and then kind of counter on the other way. I, I think Dong Ripple, I think he I think he, I think think he, he managed Chatsworth FC earlier. So, I'm not sure. Or, or East or West Valley, whatever it is. But you still, you, still, you still don't have the coaching pedigree that 
that uh, Dom Kinnear has. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I just. But hey, dude. and Dom Kinnear the same chance. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> Those girls are playing with a lot of balls out there, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. He's never coached a prof- or a first team. He's coached Portsmouth's U16 team, and then he's been with uh, Vancouver, coaching their U15 through U23s, and then what the hell is a BCSA wow. provincial team? He's never managed a professional team before. That's crazy. So this and is, they just fucking brought him. Wow. Well, he's only he's the last one. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, the last, he's like they, they like fired the everybody person. else. Yeah, he, he's like that. Sh- whatever that show Kiefer Sutherland's on now, the designated survivor or whatever. Because he was the only person. Yeah, he's in, the only guy that didn't get fired. Yeah, he was like, uh, you know. Yeah, he actually he just wasn't around and he wasn't in the office when everyone else got fired. He was at lunch. He came back and was like, oh, he's like, hey, you're the head coach now. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. All right. You want a taco? <laughs> He's like, you know, I just, I handle the hot dogs, right? Like, <laughs> I sell the hot dogs and then occasionally, like, they'll put me on beer when the guy's, like, out sick. You want me to be the head coach, though. All right. Uh, all right. Can't imagine what that first uh, training session is going to be like. He's just going to be like, yeah. guys, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Just go kick the ball. Well, he, he doesn't know anyone's name. He, and goes, shit. He, he goes up to Kai Kamara. Hey, um, what was what was the guy before me doing? <laughs> he had you guys do, do laps and stuff? What's the one? What's the one where you guys pass it to each other? Oh, passing drills. Um, okay, let's do that. Was that what he would? Okay, we'll do that. I know. Damn. So I mean, and it's 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 so crazy to think, you know. <clears throat> sorry, we had a coaching change. You know what? Two weeks ago. Like it was about two weeks yeah, ago, right? Yeah, a little over two weeks. Yeah, two and um, a half weeks. And Maybe three weeks because it was the international break. Even then, you're like, okay, you know what? And then Dom Kinnear, he's been a coach in MLS for yeah. 10 and, years. And, and everyone knew that if Ziggy were to go midseason, it was going to be Kinnear. Right. Yeah. You know, I was, mean, it's... Yeah. it's Like, we had a backup plan in case Exactly. Yeah. So, like, the first time ever we so had a backup plan. So, when not only do you fire, like, your head coach, but you literally let go of every single other head coach that's there. Yeah. That is insane. And especially in this, you're in a do-or-die scenario like why the fuck now like i just don't get that like fuck like ben i'll i'll props to you but what the hell are these canadians thinking like i don't know what these guys are doing up in vancouver but no, like nobody like, does like that's the thing is like you are literally in the thick of a playoff race you are not mathematically eliminated keep craig on to the rest of the season i just don't know why you do it now like yeah. you were literally setting yourself up for disaster yeah it's it's it seems and you're not going to get like the oh the coach bunt like it's a academy director like you're not what coach coach bump are you going to get from this guy yeah like what, Especially, yeah. How are the player? How, how is Kai Kamara gonna respect that guy? Because I mean, apparently, I thought Craig Robinson was supposed to be like a big Carl. Lock, Carl, sorry, was supposed to be a good, a big like um, player manager. Like he, right? He was a he was a player's guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, he was Robbie Keane's best friend, wasn't he? <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, I think he. Uh, yeah. No joke. That's weird. Yeah, they played together gr- growing up. That's weird. You have like weird facts. Just but you don't the, do the more you, you know. But then you yeah. don't do prep for the show. Because I got all the facts up here, brother. <laughs> okay. My preps up here. Hey, I built the board before you got here today. And that you know what? That's an improvement. That is, is. You know what? Good on you, man. Thank you. Good man. on you, sir. Um. <laughs> so our last win versus Vancouver was July fourth of two thousand sixteen. We've had a a run of draws with them, right? Though yeah. we haven't yeah. necessarily well, they've, lost. They've actually, yeah, we have. So we? in the last couple of games we've I think we've drawn two and then lost two. Yeah, that's right. Damn. So we haven't beat them in, in a little bit. That's fucked up. Yeah. What's uh, our all-time record against them? I have no idea. Probably positive. No, actually, you know what? I don't know. They haven't been around that long. 
No, but they seem like a team that would get. They'd be like that. They're our Colorado. We're like they were, our uh, you know our um, our team would slip up against or something. Yeah, but I think we drew against them a lot. Like wasn't like a lot of um, Jose Villarreal goals were like against them. Oh, he had like, that one. He, he, he had the wonder goal against them that was basically. That that's his Geo Gold Cup goal, you know, <laughs> where everyone he, just yeah, mentions that one goal. Hey, exactly. you can do it, man. Yeah. I know he can do it, but yep. he never does it. But nope. I know he can. He did yep. it the one time three years ago. That's what we're looking for. Um, Vancouver's on a two-game losing streak, as I said. The G's are currently sitting in seventh place with four, forty-one points, uh, four games remaining. Vancouver's sitting right below us, forty points with five games remaining. This is literally like this is the do or die. If one of these teams wins. The other team is pretty much out of the playoffs. Definitely out of the playoffs. Well, I think Vancouver, they're fooling themselves if they think. I think both these teams are fooling themselves if they think they're going to make the playoffs. But I think Vancouver more so. I agree, I, especially after yeah. this move. Like, they're just yeah, I, shooting themselves in the dick. Yeah. I I think that it's it's a move to get ready for next year for them. I don't think, you know. But you can do that in the offseason. Yeah. It's but it's, so but weird. it's Vancouver. That, that's a, it's a dysfunctional organization. That is so they're, weird. They're I, as dysfunctional so as the Galaxy, if not which more so. Is, which is sad because we shouldn't be compared to yeah. Vancouver. <laughs> Ever. Ever. In anything. Except for maybe architecture. That's it. Sorry. Getting deep there. You're so weird. If you've been to the city, you'd know what I'm talking about. It's a beautiful city. I actually want to go to Vancouver someday. Yeah, I was thinking about city. taking a road trip actually up for that Vancouver game at BC Place. The only place to go yeah. to is like Montreal. Whoa, don't get me started on Montreal. That's an off the air talk. That's an off the air subject. Oh, yeah, stories. Ben's Uh-oh. got stories about every single Montreal place. Is, Montreal is a good place to go. He's yeah. like, I definitely got the poutine there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you addresses in Montreal. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. We'll just, let's just keep going. <laughs> he knows every street in Montreal. Oh, yeah. He's, he knows every street corner, huh? Qu'est-ce que c'est, Ben? Allo, Ben. Oh, so so we got predictions. Uh, predictions. I predictions? Th- I haven't. You know what? Are we uh, done, are we done with our preview? We do we have a lineup? All right. I mean, what? I'm. Let's, are you are you expecting them to him to keep the same back four? He'd be smart too. He would. That's the thing. Well, what do you expect to happen? Though? I expect Jurgen or yes, Javik to play. That's yeah. what I do too. I hope it's not. heart versus brain. What I want is I want them to pretty much keep the same lineup. You are asking for Stares to be in the lineup. That's so <laughs> fucked up. Yes, I am. Because him and Romney worked well together. Yeah, yeah. they do. It's, it's, it seems like the, they need each other. They're like the Wonder Twins. They, you know, apart they can't do shit, but together they're actually not bad. Well, you saw the chemistry in the game against Seattle. That's something yeah. that no one, no pairing in the back line has had the entire fucking season. Yeah. And, and, I mean, if you have something, just ride with it. It clearly works. Yeah, it's, for just that one game. It's called it's, Orange it's, County White Guys, man. They stick together. And seriously, what does Kinnear have to lose? He doesn't have to play Jorgen. No, he's mean, not obligated. He's not getting the job. He's yeah. He's not keeping the job. He's so. not getting that job. No. So play who you think will get you the result. Yeah. That's not Jorgen. That's not Siani. I mean, yeah. And if anything, maybe he pisses Jorgen off enough that Jorgen leaves the organization. That'd be nice too. That'd be cool. I'd be okay with that. That'd be an added bonus. He's like, no, don't worry. You don't have to pay me. I'll just quit. Yeah. Because <laughs> that'd be the best scenario. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. Um. Yeah. I mean, I I enjoyed seeing Boateng in there. Boateng's one of my favorite players on this team. Yeah, um, something we haven't had all year. Speed, speed, yeah. and that's something that that Vancouver has. I don't want to say in spades because they have. Oh, dude, yeah. you almost made it through a whole show without being a racist. <laughs> almost, 
Almost. Well, just wait till we talk about Jurgen because I was going to bring oh, up some like Nazi dang. jokes and stuff. Oh, but... <laughs> I was so Jamaican Hitler. That one night, the one night oh, we had the man. so the night of the game where everyone's like, "Oh, Jurgen was there." All right, we'll talk, was we'll, like, we'll talk about it later. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, let's, let's, let's stick to our Vancouver preview. So, I hope that we see pretty much. I want to see the same lineup because we. You know, how many times have we seen this year? It's been the exact same lineup the next game. But how many times have we seen the exact same lineup and seen them shit the bed? I mean, that's the main the most of the year. I mean, so it's kind of six to one, half dozen another. But that's also been because we've had Jorgen and Siani in the lineup and Perry Hey, Kitchen. how's G? What the hell's wrong with Gio? You can fuck off, Ark. He still has the yeah. hamstring. Is it still the hamstring? Thing? So who knows if he's if he's going to be ready? Hopefully, he's done for the year. Yeah, I was going to say like rest up. Yeah, like, keep yourself ready for the offseason. Exactly. Cool. Get ready it's, for Club America. It's it's cool, bro. We got this. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I fully expect to see some changes, though. I, I mean. What do you expect to see? Do you expect to see anything in the midfield besides maybe what Boateng coming out for somebody or? I definitely see uh, a Jorgen coming in. It's just I, I have a feeling that's going to happen. But I I fully I want them to keep that same lineup. So what do you think of the midfield? Keep it. That was. But what do you expect to see? Um, I don't know, man. You you see what happens in training if if Kitchen actually like got the message and is like, all right, maybe. I need to step it up. I mean, then what do you do? You move Legit out wide and move him to the left. Yeah, I feel like you change the formation then at that point. Like you, you, you lose the four four two when you, when you take Ema out and you bring in Kitchen. Then that kind of fucks up your whole four four two. Your two blocks of four kind of defensive help. Um, I I don't know. Kinnear should just be smart with this one. Just stick with stick with the exact same lineup. He seems like a smart dude. I I hope he keeps the same lineup. But then know. you also have to talk to Klein and Pete, and they're like, hey. Yeah, if Pete lets him keep the same lineup, maybe he will. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking harsh. Ooh. I'm sorry. I never Ooh. thought I'd say I'm sorry to Dom. All right. That's so, fucking, oh, Mr. Man. Klein, as our, as our guest, you get to go first on the predictions. Oh, by the way, hey, Andrew, last week, good call, Andrew. You got it 100% backwards. <laughs> hey, he knew the scoreline. It was just reverse. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm... Okay, just barely, just based solely on the fact that they're bringing in some guy who's never had senior coaching experience before, I'm going to say that we win this game. I'm going to go with a 2-0 win. And I'm going to say... Back-to-back clean sheets. I'm going to go back-to-back clean Ooh, sheets. Right. Um, I think I, I think really what defensively they have to take care of is Kai Kamara in the air, and they got to take care of Alfonso Davies on the wing. That's really all they really have to deal with. The, no one else, I think, on Vancouver is that big of a threat where they have to solely focus on him. I think if you shut down those two, I think you'll take care of them pretty fine. Um, so has Davies stayed with them to the rest of the year? Yeah, and then he's going to Bayern in okay. the spring. So okay. who are your goal scorers? My goal scorers. I'm going to go Ibra gets one, and I will go Alessandrini with the other. All right. Ed. According to Big Tony, I was closer than you. That's all right. Um, Ed, you know the pressure's on, right? I know, dude. That's why. <laughs> do, 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 do you feel it? I mean, can you? Don't pull a Steven Gerrard slip. I know. That's what's going to happen, too. I've been, I'm so far ahead. I just got cocky and was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm just going to start picking. <laughs> just pick, pick I'm, I'm going to pick our team to win. Exactly. <laughs> what a bad decision that was. Um. That's why I don't want to do that this time either. Because if you listen carefully, if you listen, listen, those are my footsteps right behind you. Creeping. You Ooh. can hear, yeah. That on the back of your neck, that's me. Ooh. Ben's, uh, on that's, that's going to be on Ben's tombstone, always creeping. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on creeping, baby. 
Keep on creeping. Hashtag keep on creeping. Um, I feel like this is going to be one of those games where we should win, but then we draw. Oh, shit. I think it's a good call by you. So I'm going to go. I'm going to say 2-2 two, two draw. I don't think this team keeps a, a clean sheet two weeks in a row. Uh, I'm going to go goal scorers. I'm going to go Zlatan. And I'll go with the Jonah goal. Wow, really? Yeah. All right. I think that's... I, Do you think it's something like where we where we hold the lead most of the game and then we fucking like blow it in like the last like 20 minutes? Or, oh, man. Or do you think it's something that we come back from like when Vancouver takes the lead and then we come back late on? You know what? I probably think it's going to be one of those games where it's going to be like a back-to-back. Like we score a goal, they score a goal, we score a goal, they score a goal. Things like that, or the, right. the reverse. Like, as long as it's not something soul crushing. They go up, we tie. Maybe they go up draw. two nothing, then we come two goals back, and it seems like a it's a tie that seems like a win. I think it's going to be a very back and forth. But game. It, it it doesn't matter. A draw does us no good. It does. This is no good. A draw does so, neither seem good. Yeah. Well, so I know. I I heard an interesting stat. I I think maybe it was Guessman or somebody that said it. Um, that we have seven clean sheets this year. That means we played thirty something games. That means. In the games that we haven't held a clean sheet, we've given up some crazy amount of goals. Think it's insane that. how many goals we've given up. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, it's it's either you give up, yeah, either you keep a clean sheet or you're giving up like three or four three goals. Three or four, yeah. That's fucking crazy. I don't think there's ever been a team like that. So I think the last clean sheet was what against Columbus. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, the July seventh game. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. That four nothing win, yeah, against Columbus. And then, That's like, two weeks later crazy. was our last win before this last one. Yeah, two so months. We Our last clean sheet was on July 7th, and then our last win before Seattle game was July yep. 29th. Yeah, but if they don't keep another clean sheet the whole year, that'd be one quarter of the year they've kept clean sheets. And the whole and the other three quarters they've so given up, like, three. 60, 60 yeah. goals. From yeah. the most it's expensive ridiculous. defense yep. in the league. That's crazy. That is fucking abysmal. That's why I can hear. Keep Jorgen on the, on the bench. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Like, inject him with, like, hepatitis or something where he gets sick again. Like, <laughs> just, Damn. Just. Spike his food. Spike, please, something. Put the Visine in, in the water. Like, <laughs> just let him, like, get sick again, please. Not life-threatening, you know, just something he's sick for another, like, three weeks. And then we're cool. Ben, what is your prediction? I got 3-2 Galaxy. Taking a win. I think I think I th- you're, this might be... I th- and I think it's going to be Zlatan again. I think it's going to be Ola again. And I think you're going to see a goal from Legit. Okay. So, and so, I think those three, the score line, plus the goal scorers, plus the win, is going to have me leapfrog into first place. Oh, that'll hurt. It's coming for you. That'll hurt because not only are we inching closer to playoffs and, like, Klein keeping his job, the bad Klein, not the good Klein, um, it's gonna. It's that's what that's such like ah. Uh, as a Galaxy fan, you want them to win, and as a Galaxy fan, you want Chris Klein out of the fucking organization. I I think that if Beckerman doesn't see the writing on the wall and see how Klein has fucked this organization up, that he needs to go too. Then if he, yeah, he can't he see it's such a such an obvious thing, yeah. But. I don't know how he hasn't already. I just feel like, especially after last year. Giving him a five-year extension, like whose fucking call at age? He was like, "Yeah, like we'll just fucking give you a five-year extension. You'll yeah. get it back next year." It's the same shit. It's MLS. You'll go from worst to first, or worst to sixth. 
whatever the saying is, right? <laughs> yeah, the, the, I believe that is the saying. Where's the, right? the sixth? Where's yeah. the sixth? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, anything about this game that you guys are looking forward to? Do you think we, you know, can? I'm actually. Uh, it's gonna sound weird, but I'm looking forward to see Alfonso Davies play just because just to watch that guy play is fun. Really, he's good. going to tear our back line yeah. up. Which is actually maybe why you see Boateng play. Because Boateng keep you know, pace for could, pace. Keep up, oh, yeah. could keep up with him. And then he gets subbed out in like the 60th because the kid's yeah, still running. The, yeah, and he's like, dude, I can't no more. Exactly. He, he's behind the bench throwing up and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, the kid's fast. Exactly. Then they put in BJ for the Because you know Emma's like 24, quote unquote. Yeah, exactly. But he's like Ghana 24. Yeah, yeah, he's where, a, he's a, yeah exactly. He's African 24. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like he's like 37. Exactly. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, let's talk a little G2. Uh, Efren Alvarez, the kid. You mean Mr. Hattrick? Mr. Hattrick, the kid. Hattrick hero. At 16 years old, could you imagine you, as you as Ben, because, I mean, obviously oh, no shit. one's going to imagine you as a professional you know, soccer player, whatever. Dude, um, th- that dude does not look 16 years old. He doesn't. What are you, what are you saying, Junior? No, he looks older. What are you really? saying, Ben? He's a, uh, um, the, the boy looks <laughs> the boy looks like a man. That's yeah, all I'm little, saying. A little fudged up on them, uh, the paperwork uh, or what? Uh, what, are you, what are you saying, Ben? It's like that scene from Benchwarmers where the the pitcher comes in. He's like, I am twelve. Yeah. So, future LA Galaxy captain Efren Alvarez scored his second hat trick of the year at sixteen, scoring. I mean, scoring one hat trick would have yeah. been like, oh, that's um, amazing. Two hat tricks in one season. Yeah, it's crazy, and it's not like I and mean, I, so, you know, he. I think he's got what eleven or twelve goals this year, and he, he's played like sixteen games. Yeah, or exactly. Like that. Something stupid. Yeah, so he's clearly too good for USL. Yeah. So at what point he's got to make the jump next year? He, he has to. He's got to. Ideally, I'd like to make it. I, if I like to see him this year, but yeah. I, I don't think, like you said, I don't think Kinnear's going to risk that uh, when he's trying to audition for jobs. Unless, uh, unless the day we're mathematically out of the playoffs, that's when you can play him. I don't know. I, I, I think at this point he needs a. Uh, they need to send him out on loan overseas. <laughs> do, until, the, do the Jack McBean do the Jack send McBean. him to Coventry? Yeah, because he's yeah he's just he's obviously he's clearly too good for USL. You know, and if he if they say he's not ready for MLS, which I, I personally think he is ready, just don't send him down to Mexico because they will throw money at Galaxy. And be like, okay, yeah. cool, you can have him. Exactly. No, they need to send him. Ideally, they should send him someplace in Spain. I think that would be a good fit for his game. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. The, the kid is just so fucking. Did you see the goals? It's so good. That, that, dude, his, his left one. foot is just like it's fucking golden, man. So he has like that curler. That what was it? The first goal was the one that like that was the curler. It in. No, no. The the first goal was the left footed. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't Carlos Vela, you know, the upper ninety, but it was it was curled right around the goalie. Goalie had no shot. It was no. That was the second. Beautiful. Now the second was um the second one was the bobble one. Okay. Yeah. The and then the third one was that fucking the chip. The boy loves but, the chip. But where he stole the he he stole the pass and then came in and just did that chip was just fucking. The boy sweet. loves the chip, so man. Dirty. Yeah. And I just love I just love he still does the Robbie Keane. Yeah, like, the, the Robbie Keane somersault. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> uh, so good. Maybe maybe he'll go on loan at Calcutta. And then you have yeah, <laughs> and then you have uh, Frank Lopez scoring a, a brace. So it's yeah. like that dude scoring in bunches as well, man. Look. But again, dude, we're man. We're so. Can we get somebody with some size, though? I know. Well, I mean, you don't need that. You have like you have guys like San Fuegos who were five foot two and still boss the midfield. Like you don't need that. Yeah, but uh, Lopez is Lopez is a striker, man. Yeah, 
He would. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I, I like the dude, and I like his finishing. I like his feet, but I'm not sure how he translates to the next level. And then you're not, you're not. He's not playing above Kamara. He's not playing against Zlatan. No, exactly. And and I just like I said, I don't. I, I I'm not sure how his game translates when he plays up against the big MLS center backs. I'm not sure how his. I mean, game it's not like USL has small dudes. No, no, but but, I, but if they're not, big, not they're, 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 if they're big, they're not quick like right. in MLS. You're not going to face this. I mean, the the step down from from MLS to USL is so great. It's, it's massive. Yeah, it's 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 not a first to a second division step. That's why you have it's like ex Galaxy players like Chandler Hoffman just scoring exactly a shit ton of goals in USL. Yep, that guy would have actually yeah. probably been kind of good for us though. I don't know. That's why I mean, look at Ari Laster. He's a perfect. You know, he's not even that good for USL. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like Ari's kind of stuck in like that awkward position where you don't know if he's a striker or a winger. Like he plays better for G two as a striker, but he's better as a winger for the senior team when he plays. Yeah. Like he's he's kind of stuck in that awkward kind of tweener position in, in the attack. I just don't really know where he's. Best well, he's definitely going to be in between jobs next year. Yeah, I'll no, tell you that much. Not. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think he'll be on an MLS roster next year. No, no, he's definitely he's, he's definitely he, he's not an MLS himself. player. Yeah, he's um. I don't know. I, I I would call him James Beatty, but that's maybe not quite there. You know, I don't know if either of you remember who he was. I'm like, I was gonna ask you who's James Beatty. He was um he was notorious. He was a championship striker who would score all kinds of goals in the championship. But as soon as he got his team got promoted to the, I was like, I know Warren Beatty to the. Uh... <laughs> I know David. You don't know who Warren Beatty is. No it's fucking clue. It's fine. Damn. That's God, just because all I'm like, of these references Madonna. just going over my head. <laughs> No, but he um yeah every time he got promoted to the Premier League he couldn't score for shit. Yeah. But he tore up the championship. So it's like Jack McBean with like the USL. Yeah, and exactly. Any yeah. MLS team, he's just like yeah. it's not gonna work. He's not gonna work. Yeah, but he's a great MLS or a great USL striker. He should just go to like those teams like that are just gonna make that transition to MLS and just like go there to make money. Yeah, like your Cincinnati's. He should just go to Cincinnati, make your money there for a little bit. And then they move up and be like, nah, I got to find the next team. Is that where Rafa is? Rafa's? Or no, it's no, Rafa Kenny Walker. Is in Los- Kenny Walker's in Sissy. Yeah. Uh, Rafa and... Um, Mendiola. Mendiola are in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, man. We were talking about that. That's right. I actually that's- went to a Vegas game because my parents live in Vegas. Oh, nice. So it's actually a pretty cool atmosphere because like, it's, it's in a baseball stadium. And it's like really close. And they, Well, the Galaxy's they- played games there at Cashman. Yeah, at yeah. Cashman. Yeah, that's right. And but it, like I remember the one game I went to, like the ref or the whatever, what's his name, the guy, the head coach that just like absolutely oh, got, loses he got, his shit. He got he, yeah, he got quit, fired. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but he lost his shit, and there was like a like a fifteen minute delay because there, there was just a bunch of shit going on, on the field, and <laughs> like it's like real like scrappy like. Well, I dude, like, we talked about it when the G two played against them. They have live llamas as their mascots. Yeah. They have a weed dispensary sponsor. They have their owner dropping, dropping money stacks. from a fucking helicopter. Dude, that was the game we should have been at, Ed. Yeah. Eh, that would have been fun. It's real outside the box, yeah. though, and I feel like in USL you can get away with that shit. It's, it's like minor league baseball. Yeah, you just exactly. do random exactly. shit all the time. But you have to. Right, I mean, to stay relevant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stay, certainly staying relevant. I mean, so. you, the, dude, that Vegas team, I wish they had better jerseys because those things are so ugly. I would have. I would buy a Las Vegas Lights jersey. I'm sorry. We we're, we got to get out to a game next year. We definitely we'll, we'll go out to a game next year. It's we'll fun just, to make a trip of it. Yeah, we'll go and stay the weekend out there. Uh, ben in Vegas. That sounds so fucking boring. You don't drink. You don't do fun things. No. Just go eat at the buffet at a titty bar. Uh, <laughs> we do love food, so that's I mean true. that's that's. We actually we would be all right. Yeah, yeah. we'd be okay. Actually, yeah, if okay. We, I'll take you to Irvine's over there. 
the hell's Vegas. Irvine's? Robert Irvine is a famous chef. He's got a restaurant out there, and I think it's the Tropicana or something. You gotta, dude. I'm good with like hey, dude, the local pizza joint. Nah, shit. man. If we're gonna eat, we're gonna eat well. Yeah, you're paying, man. And, dude, in Vegas, it doesn't cost shit. You can, yeah, we'll we'll eat well in Vegas. Dude, I I go for like the ten dollar surf and turf. That is like you can only go from ten to midnight, yeah. <laughs> and if you get like a nine dollar steak and a nine dollar lobster, like yep. I'm like all right, cool. That works. That works for me. Excellent. It's like it's Where? like at the Golden Nugget, like the yeah. they have a Tony Romo's in there, or whatever <laughs> Tony Romo's. It's like from from ten o'clock to midnight, you get a nine dollar stick, uh, a surf and turf. I'm like, all right, dude. There's so many people that go to that shit. It's crazy. They could have just paid a twelve dollar one like two hours ago, but they're like, no, it's it's, it's nine dollars. I gotta go. We're gonna go make a spectacle of ourselves. Definitely. The Vegas buffet. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Just remember, I gotta wear my like my sweatpants so I don't have to like button anything. <laughs> Not for the titty bar, for the buffet. <laughs> Not the buffet in the titty bar. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So the cheats, uh, going back to G two, uh, they beat third place Raw Monarchs six to one, six to one, crazy. Uh, you had Zubac with an opener, which a uh, great goal by Zubac as yeah. well. I uh, can't, you know. Don't want to no, give, yeah. give the kid credit. <laughs> it sucks for Zubac that fucking Alvarez and fucking Lopez stole the show right <laughs> after that, you know? Uh, it's like, fuck. I know. So, G's are, are out of the play. The G2s are out of the playoff. Um, yeah, they're already eliminated, right? They're already yeah. eliminated. They're, they're 10 points back. Uh, they only have three games left. Um, they do play on Wednesday, October 3rd, against Seattle 2. Uh, G2 is currently in 11th place, Seattle 17th place, worse than the... Uh, Western Conference. So these games really don't matter anymore. But you know, results don't matter. Get, give more, give more playing time for for Efren Alvarez out there and see what they see how many goals he can finish out with the season. Uh, there's one last home game for the G2s. I believe it's the sixth or something like that. Yeah, October sixth. Um, in Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento. So last game, home game of the season. Go out. Maybe we'll try to go out. Yeah, we should try and get out there. We'll it's it's there. a good time. E- even if we're not there, you're gonna have fun. Yeah. They usually have like you know good uh, if you're into like food trucks. They always have like really bomb food trucks out there. Yeah, Cosmo's way more fun at the track field stadium than he is. Because he can up. be he can be loose, man, loosey goosey. Yeah. All right, Ben, do you have some lightning round questions for us, sir? I believe we do. Oh, sorry. Oh, you suck, Ben. I do. Now let's do it again. Hey, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a show if I didn't fuck up somewhere. That is true. Pew! Pew pew pew. God, I want to do that for so long. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> does. <laughs> Everyone who comes out is like, I just want to do the lightning round sounds. Like that's all they want to do. I know the lightning round lasers. Yeah. It's like the best part. Exactly. Alright, so uh first let's talk before we get into coaches, we're gonna talk playoffs. 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 Alright, um what is it? 538.com has the galaxy at twenty percent chance of making the playoffs. Damn, that that raised a lot. Yeah, I think they did. were down to like nine or eight. Yeah, they were down to eight percent late last week. Um, but my question to you is: as it sits right now, LAFC holds down that third spot. Right. All right. If the Galaxy squeak in at six, we got to go to LAFC. Are you confident we can win that? I mean, that's also depending on. And hold on, hold on. what I mean, if we were to lose that. How bad? How much would that take away from everything we accomplished against them this year? So if we played them in the playoffs and lost, it would negate us winning the Trafico series. Absolutely. Because it wouldn't matter. It only matters what the last game we played. 
Um, I mean, it's going to take a lot. I mean, LAFC currently sitting third, uh, only three points behind Dallas, one point behind Kansas City. Uh, and I think they have a pretty favorable schedule in the last couple of games. Uh, no, they're, they're not playing great. You know, they're they're, they're playing all right. They're, I wouldn't say they're playing great by any stretch. No, no, but I mean, I'm saying their schedule is pretty favorable for them. To, Who are they playing? Do you know? Um, I can look it up real quick if you want to keep talking. I mean, I could keep talking, but really, what am I going to talk about? We're fucking <laughs> talking about this fucking crappy-ass LAFC anyway. team. But yes, I mean, it's, it's going to depend if, you know, we make it into the playoffs and they stay third place. Um, there is, they have like five games left in the season. Who knows what position they, they stay in. But to answer your question, it would be the worst thing ever if we played them in the playoffs and lost because the 4-3. And as much as people say like, oh, you know what? They can't take away the 4-3 game. I'm like, yeah. If yeah, they beat us in the playoffs. Will. Yeah. Yeah, it will. That kind of trumps any victory we have. It will. It's the, it's the same thing that happened with the Chivas USA. Like, I never wanted to lose to them. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if... if... Th- we only played them in the playoffs once, though, didn't we? Yeah, but I'm talking about any time. Like, yeah. any time. I don't want to lose to them in a U16 game. I don't want to lose to them in ping pong. I don't want to lose to them, ever. And to do it in the playoffs would, would, would be the worst. Yeah, fuck those Bryans. They can suck a dick. Exactly. Woo! That's right. <laughs> no, but Dave, what do you think? Okay, first of all, if we squeak in the playoffs, we're basically almost running the table with the rest of our games. So if we're coming in on a fucking massive hot streak... It'd be hot. I, I mean, I'd say I'd kind of take us over LAFC, but I, I agree with you, Ed. If we did lose to LAFC in the playoffs after getting there, that would just, I mean, with everything that happened with the fucking awful Andre Horta back pass that equalized for us that Kamara put MVP. away. Like, I, it, it would just make, well, the thing is too, like, I have so many friends and so many old coworkers that are LAFC fans. I would not hear the fucking end of it. Like they'll they'll tell me, oh Zlatan's goal in the four three game didn't matter. You know why? Because we're going on to the next round of MLS. That's where he messed up. You stopped being friends with him. That's you got. Yeah, I don't talk to him that that's much. Really all you got to do, yeah. do, yeah. But they're still you, gonna you, find you, a way to you, just you, give me shit. Yeah. You call them all Brian, and you tell them all to suck a dick. Woo. That's right. <laughs> but no, it's it's absolutely it, it wouldn't matter. The four three wouldn't matter. The winning the 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 series, the regular series, it wouldn't matter because it would be the worst. We wouldn't we wouldn't hear the end of it. We wouldn't hear the end of it, and that's that's the truth. I fucking hate LAFC, dude. So much. I fucking hate that club. So, I think it would it would be the worst case scenario. So maybe we don't make playoffs, please. Just don't make the playoffs now. <laughs> so so if we do make the playoffs, and say we, so, uh, how far do we have to go for this front office to keep their jobs? I think that I think they're going to specific keep the jobs. specifically yeah, by anus. Pete? Because I think that Pete's, I, I think the writing's on the wall for Pete. I, I think, think he's gone. I think, it's very, I, I think he's going to be the scapegoat this year. Absolutely. Yeah. So how Chris isn't going to get? Yeah. Chris no, isn't going to get. Chris, Chris isn't going to. Yeah. No. It, yeah. If Chris goes, I mean, I'd be, I'd be shocked. Yeah. If I'd Chris goes, it means there's going to be major shift in the organization. Period. You yeah. Know, they're, they're, they're going to bring in some people probably from Europe. So. Well, they might bring people from Europe, anyways. Well, some Southern California Europeans. Yeah, you know, exactly. that's a whole different. That's a whole different kind of kind of European. But um, yeah. How far do the galaxy have to go? Well, we'll start with you, Klein. How far do the galaxy have to go for Vianus? And we could even throw in Kinnear. How far do they have to go for those guys to keep their jobs? Yeah, I think we we had we'd have to win MLS Cup in order for that to happen. Because I, I I still think. Especially now, because like I said, if we get into the playoffs, we're going on a massive hot streak to end the season. It's all about being hot. So. Exactly. So it, we'd have to get to MLS Cup 
and even win it for Pete to, for Pete to say, even Dom to stay. Because at that point, I kind of want Dom to stay. If if he guides us all the way to MLS Cup, or sorry, no, you're good. Um, if he guides us all the way to MLS Cup and he gets us on this massive ass fucking hot streak, why not? It wouldn't be the sexiest decision. No, obviously not. And I'm, yeah. and I'm in the minority of that. But I'm, dude, I'm with you. If if you have a guy who can get this team to win a cup, I mean, you basically pulled off a miracle. You'd bring back the old Dom Kinnear magic. Yeah. But if he gets us to the finals and loses, <laughs> no, like, like Dom Kinnear has had a. He's, he's, I mean, well, everyone's gonna be like, he's trash. Yeah. Fire him all. <laughs> Can't believe we even kept him on. Yeah, that's gonna happen. Yeah, ninety-nine percent of the time, or ninety-nine percent of the way, Pete's gonna be gone. Yeah, like we'd have to win MLS Cup. It, I, to be honest, even then, I think Pete would, would then be gone. Yeah, maybe maybe reassigned or something. Yeah, again, but... get demoted but still keep his yeah. parking yeah, space. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's that technical director of uh, the youth academy, so I mean, hey, maybe he goes back to that. Yeah, because he did such a great job. Because we have so many academy products that are producing. Oh yeah, on the first they're just team they're level. just you know flowing through. Climbing over each other, trying to yep. get to the first team, you know. So that's exactly. What do you think, Ed? You think it's MLS Cup or bust? Yeah, absolutely. No, there, there is nothing else. No, you you get into the Western Conference, still it's, you lose that, you're you're done. Like it's gonna take it's gonna it, it's gonna be a miracle if this team makes it past the play-in game. But like 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 Dave said, like they'll be the hot hand, and that's what yeah. that's what the playoffs are about going into it. And with the hot hand, like Seattle. Yeah, I was gonna say, like Seattle did a Seattle, couple years ago. I mean, yeah, but also they peaked at the wrong time. You know, they peaked a month too early. Yeah, like you have to peak right before playoffs start. And I mean, the Galaxy did it in two thousand five. I was that that's kind of what it reminded <laughs> the old five Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. That just, yeah. The so, Landon basically willed them to the finals. They maybe this year is our our Zlatan is our Landon, where he's like, I'm just gonna carry this team on my back. We're gonna go. We're gonna we're gonna make it to the playoffs. Yeah, but it was a much easier road back in 05, You know. Yeah. All one game playoff, or you know, there was no two game series or anything. Yeah, wasn't like the conference final though. Two games now. Maybe the conference final was. I know the the no the conference final was the conference final. I know for sure was one game because we won that game in Colorado. Yeah, I remember the Colorado game. Yeah, in Colorado, I think maybe maybe the first round was a was a two game aggregate. Oh, MLS. Yeah. That was with Steve, right? Yeah, that was yeah. Yeah, the great Steve Sampson. Coaches at my alma mater now, dude. Really? Yeah, I went to Cal Poly. Coaches at Cal Poly now. Does he? Damn. Got, got us that double that oh, year, yeah. son. Yeah, he did. He got, yeah, he got us the double. Our last U.S. Open Cup. Yep. Dude, that's twelve. Hey, yeah, and years was he? I thought he was working on the Galaxy Spanish broadcast. He he is every now and then. No, he did a lot of stuff. He did Spanish television stuff for the World Cup. Yeah, um, that was but, I was, which I think shocking. is amazing. That was yeah. pretty shocking. I was like, whoa, that's all the game. Yeah, to hear that dude speak Spanish is like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Because even like um, like Kurt Anuffo was like fluent in Spanish. Yeah. And then you got Siggy, he was like, Pfft. I wonder if they fired him in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> there's, Just, no, there's no way clients speak Spanish. Come on, dude. No, no, no way. No way. Not that Pete's like, que? Que hora es? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. All right. So, 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 so the elephant in the room is um. everyone saw that. Not seated inside the box, but on the outer seats of the Anschultz box was your man, Jurgen Klinsmann, sitting right next to Chris Klein. Very reminiscent of 2007 when you saw Bruce Arena sitting in the box next to Cowan. Or last so, year when you saw Siggy at every single G2 yeah. game and Galaxy game. Yeah. So, um, 
I'm just gonna throw it out there. Thoughts. Klinsman as a coach or Klinsman as a technical director or both? Well, I mean, and again, we talked about this last week and it just happens to be that Jurgen shows up to the game. Um, I don't think it's a bad idea to have him as your technical director or whatever you want to call that like position. Yeah, like a GM. Yeah. And then, I mean, as coach, it's a little hard because... Because he's, cause he's proven himself an idiot as a coach. That's why. Yeah, and... Even though Andrew last week was like, you don't need that. You don't need great tact. You don't need to have a, be a tactical wizard in order to win MLS. You kind of do. You have to be somewhat. You have to be able to adjust. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You have to be tactically savvy. Let's yeah. just put it that way. And I don't think Jurgen has that. No. I think he's just a, a player's guy. Yeah. He can get them. You know, he's a he's a cheerleader. He's an idiot. Sorry. No, okay. He's a cheerleader. But he's an idiot. Yeah. I don't. I I would love to see him as that technical director. Yeah, because I, uh, I can see he 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 will bring he will draw people to the galaxy. He will absolutely. definitely raise the profile of the club he, he has, and bring signings in. But the dude cannot coach. Do not put him as. A, I would rather I see Caleb Porter coach this team than Jurgen Klinsmann. Um, but like Sorry, you said, Andrew. he has he has the reach. He has, you know, the name recon uh, the name recognition. Yeah. So players would want to be like, oh, you're, oh yeah, I'd love to come play for them. He has, I think he has enough uh, clout where even guys like Zlatan, he'd be like, he's going to listen to him? Or maybe, maybe not. Come Zlatan. on, Zlatan. he's Zlatan. But everyone else, like, you know. Klinsman will listen to Zlatan. Yeah, but, I mean, he Klinsman has enough of that clout where it's like, players were like, okay, maybe I should listen to him. Yeah. Like, Siggy, like, these, Zlatan, Zlatan comes in like, what the fuck is this dude? Yeah. And actually, Cole's like, who the hell is this dude? Yeah, no, they they definitely, yeah, for 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 the profile, of the galaxy of the type of club the galaxy want to be, or according to Chris Klein, they consider themselves. They definitely need a manager or coach who is going to be able to draw the respect of people like Zlatan or Ashley Cole, you know, or hell, even freaking, you know, get the respect of Shelvick, who obviously has kind of quit on the team. Yeah. Dave, what do you think, man? Well, I, I think, too, one thing I, I think you guys aren't – well, maybe, maybe you are taking it into effect, but the fact that he really hasn't had success as a coach really anywhere he's been. I mean, I'm, I know at Byron because I'm, I'm a Byron fan myself. Like, he sucked for us. Yeah. Like, he was an awful coach. And obviously with the way his he tenure – He didn't even last the whole year, did no, he? No, he didn't. He got fired, yeah. I think, halfway through, and then uh, – um, what's his face? Heinkus uh, came back. Yeah. Um, but even with you know the, his tenure with the United States, how that ended, I, I think – with him, it's kind of like leaving a sour taste in people's mouth. I think now that first people's first thoughts when they think of him in that position is be like, okay, well, you know, we saw what you did with Bayern. We saw what you did with the United States. You know, how can I trust you? How do I know that you're going to be able to kind of guide this ship in the right way? I'm, I obviously don't want him as a coach. I'm not sure I want him as a GM. I'm not sure I even want him in this organization. I think as a GM, you really want someone who knows the league. Um, and I can't think of a name off the top of my head, but you really want someone that knows MLS. You want someone that knows the intricacies of the that. Wackiness of it. Exactly. Yeah, the yeah. wackiness, the wackiness, the the different rules and everything like that. And bring in a coach who can really who has connections to different talents across the world. That's why for me, I would love Guillermo Chiletto as our head coach. I think he knows how to win. I mean, when you go when you're in Boca Juniors, like you need to win. Like again, especially against River Plate, like you need to win the Argentinian or the Argentinian league, which I think they just lost. Didn't they? I, they did, I think they yeah. lost against the Super Classico. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, 
you get accustomed to being in positions where you need to win. And I think he knows it. He, uh, although I think, you know, now with, um, since he worked under, or no, he played under Siggy yeah. in Columbus that one year. So I think that obviously plays a big factor into him wanting the job because I'm sure he's going to go to Siggy and be like, hey, you know, how's your time with the Galaxy? And Siggy's going to be like, fucking stay away from them. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do that. Don't but do that. He would, he would be my choice just because I think, especially that we've seen with Atlanta, like South America is full of untapped potential. And I think and that's would come on the cheap too. Oh yeah, on the cheap. And I think that's the way that the league's starting to go. And I think that's the way that we need to go because we, we're still stuck in MLS 1.0, bringing in older European signings. We need to go for those younger South American talents. Yeah, well, it's it's definitely the it's definitely like the 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 2.0 think mentality of like oh these uh, guys who are European that's number one they have to be European to a name that we can recognize, and the league has shown that it's it's going younger it's going south american and it's going you know you're not going to know the name but you'll know him after you know you see him come in the league because we're more going mls is going to lean towards like that ear to like the you're, you're going to be the selling league like but you, that, and you kind of want to strive to be that because sure. look, you're building these players up and like hey you can come play for us and you can go, you know, in Europe in three years. Or yeah, because Martinez, Vialba, and Almiron are not going to stay with Land United for their entire no. careers. Well, Martinez isn't exactly young he's anymore. He's twenty-five. He's older than that. I want to sure. say he's like he's either he's between twenty-six and twenty-eight. But I mean, it's like, you know he didn't get playing time in was it like Torino or whatever yeah. Yeah. Italian club that he was with? He, was it Juve he was with? No, he's with Torino. He with Torino. Yeah. And so Same he city. comes at MLS and it's like fucking tears it up. tears it up. Yeah. And. You From know, day one. Oh yeah. yeah, and you know people are like, you can be like, hey, look, yeah. this guy he's tearing it up, like, yeah. and he can get sold off for, you know, triple what you bought him for. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think they paid a whole lot for him either. No, but either way, I think my point is that you want to go with someone who has connections towards that South American talent, yeah. but bring in a GM who has experience in the way the intricacies of MLS work. I think that would be the perfect fitting. Well, that's why last week I I want I said my my dream pairing would be Garth Lagaway. And then uh, Guillermo Scalotto as your as your head coach, because you have Largaway who knows how to get talent, who knows the league. I mean, I would say as good as Bruce did to bring in like the talent and like skirt the lines and know how to like uh, be like, oh well, the rule said this, so we did that. And then they, you know, well Bruce did. Bruce like basically had to have the the league had to make new rules because Bruce was like. Well, I found a loophole. Yeah. And that's what Garth Longaway does, too. And then when they made new rules, Bruce would call them children. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, so you need to be men here. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that that's the guy you need. That's why I would say throw money at Garth Longaway. Although, I, I don't know if you could throw enough money. I mean, the dude's making all kinds of money in Seattle. They, they threw money at him to get him from Salt no, Lake. Oh, no, I, I agree. But that's why I'm saying my dream so. period would be Garth Longaway as your GM, and then you have uh, Guillermo Skeleto as your, as your head coach. I would, I would love that. That would be amazing. Yeah, either that or Burhalter. I'll take Burhalter. Just Burhalter, just, just run everything, all. Yeah. just everything. Um, but apparently, with with Jurgen, I guess he's been to like a handful of games, like twenty games in the last like two seasons. Yeah, and, ha- and you've seen him there plenty of times, right? Yeah, yeah. He's been sitting in the box with Klein all the time. Every game, he comes to all the games. So know, just, just a load of shit. That makes shit, me man. so nervous. I just because yeah. I, I feel like he would is going to be a leading candidate to he's, get some kind of job in the organization. He's absolutely the name they need yeah. i don't know if it's a, what the the team needs 
Yeah. But it's what they were like. But it's what, hey, we need a name that that yeah. It's is just recognizable. It, it's just, it is just a name. Yeah, it, it's like a honestly, like, Shaletto isn't a name to yeah. most casual soccer fans. They're like who the fuck is this guy? No, but like Shaletto is a guy who knows how to win. Who knows how to play in MLS. He's he's played in MLS before, and I think he would be the guy to kind of lead us into that next coming into the 2.0. You know, the Galaxy finally getting into MLS 2.0 instead of being stuck in. MLS yeah. 1.0. And yet he won't have to worry about the Argentinian ultras like throwing battery acid at him. So, you know, it'd <laughs> yeah, be a lot, exactly. of, it'd be a lot easier, you know? Or death threats, yeah, yeah after losing the, know, yeah. Throwing flares at you. You don't have to worry about that here, man. It's all good, dude. Just come, just come, just come over. Be all right with that. That'd be nice. All right, Ben. Anything else for us, man? Uh, we don't have a FIFA update, do we? Uh, I could check. Um, we've still got the Super Cup stuff going on. Um, I lost my game against uh, Bayern Munich. I think it was B. Sabre. Played very nice game. Did you, did you throw that game? Because it was against your team. No, I didn't. I actually tried hard. He 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 even knows, but he he scored a bullshit like deflected like goal with Coman, and it was I couldn't recover from. Oh, that. I thought maybe you had Siani then on your team. No, fuck that. No, <laughs> although Arsenal's backline's pretty bad. Um, but yeah, guys. I mean, I'd say get, try and get your games in because obviously FIFA 19 is coming out on Friday. For some people, it even comes out uh, today. People are even playing it now, and just because there's such a massive difference, I think in my eyes between the gameplay in FIFA 18 and 19, you're not gonna want to get into FIFA 19 and then go back and play your Super Cup games in FIFA 18. So I say just get that out of the way. I mean, if you even want to just forfeit your games and move on because, you know, we want to, we, we're trying to get started uh, on FIFA 19 and get going with uh, the new division. By the uh, way, I just want to give a huge shout out to Hugo because that dude has been running this thing since day one and it's a really fucking tough job with all of us trying to get on him for updating the leaderboard and the tables and everything like that. So enjoy your vacation in Italy or wherever you are right now, buddy. Oh, um, dude was in like Porto. Yeah, he was in Portugal like, for a while. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But, you know, all the props to Hugo and uh, we'll see you when you get back, mate. Um, Yeah, I'm like, I've been hesitant. I've been like, I don't know if I want to get. You're going to try and get back into it? No, no, no. I'm not going to do it because I just don't have the time. Because um, I only have the weekends to play, and people are like, "You don't, have, you do don't even have that anymore." It's now good to have just, just, just to have it, dude. And like, if you ever have an off day, like, just, like, just. I know, but I got eighteen. Dude, Is it really that much of a difference? It's. I think it's a pretty massive yeah? difference. Oh, it's shit. a lot of things that are different. I'm gonna have to get it. I have to ask my wife first. Ben, have you ever played FIFA before? <laughs> I played FIFA back when it was FIFA, man. Right, like, like old school, a, like, like when like Rudy was on the cover and shit like that. He had it on a Sega. I did have it on the Sega. I did too. Yes, I on the Why am I trying to date you when I'm like, I had that shit too? I, um, <laughs> put it this way, I've never played anything outside of, beyond a PS1. Oh, damn. Never played a game console beyond a PS1. So I remember he's, playing he's, PS1 when I was like in elementary school. He's never seen like spheres on a player. It's always been blocks. Yeah, yeah. It's just been all <laughs> shitty graphics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Super the, pixelated. The, the, yeah, the 8-bit, whatever yeah. it is. God. Exactly. <laughs> Man, the time's changed. All right. Anything else, boys? You got anything else you guys want to uh, talk about? I think that's it. Oh. Is it? All right, Ben, where can they find you on the social, sir? They can find me at DT Radio Ben. You can email the show, Squadcast at Gmail. We haven't gotten an email in a couple weeks. So, um, oh, no, I miss my emailers. Hey, guys, email Ben. He's, like, I'm, I'm sad. He's on the verge of, of just offing himself right here. I mean, I'm just looking at his face. He needs his emails. Yes, I need some emails. And, and, and Ed, this is, this is show 99, so... We got something big planned for next week? Hopefully. Let's hope I hope so. so. I Congrats hope so. Congrats to you guys, dude. That's 100 episodes. That's, that is big props to you guys. It's 98 more than I thought we would do. Yes. So <laughs> that's an accomplishment in its own. So Tucker should be back next week, hopefully. Tucker should be back next week. Hopefully we do something big, but um, t- you know, it's us, so don't expect yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say we're going to do something big, but we won't. Exactly. <laughs> 
Mr. Klein, where can they find you on the socials? You can find me on Twitter at Decline44, and uh, if you want to hit me up and play some FIFA, PSN's also at Decline44, so hit me up. And uh, guys, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, it no, fun. Thank you for coming on. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EdTheZombie13. You can find the show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just search Riot Squadcast. Make sure you like all our stuff. Make sure you guys are sharing the episodes. If you guys see us posted, hit that share button, hit that like button, hit that retweet, whatever you guys can do for us. Um, if you guys want to give us a call, have a, a question, opinion, comment, anything, uh, give us a call at 562-641-5277. That's 562-641-5277. You can also follow Chris, our, our, our regular co-host. I know it's been a while since he's been here, but you can follow him on literally everything at 0 cool 138 Give him a give him a congratulations on his baby. He's he's definitely in dad mode, posting pictures on every hour, every twenty minutes. I finally got a picture sent personally to my phone, <laughs> which I appreciate. Thank you so much. Really, um, I got that one a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. Um, <laughs> but yes, uh, so you can have Chris on all those on his PSN, on Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Oh, you didn't do Facebook. Look um, for look for us at the G two game. If you're if you're going to the G two game, look for us at the G two game. And Ed, are you going to the are you going on Saturday to the Galaxy? I want to. I want to so bad, but I think I have a baby shower to go to. That's it. I'm living Bye. that I'm living that, that married life. Yeah, so. you are. Fuck. All right, until next week, we'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.